episode 66 six. of That Metal Podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave. And I'm Diego. What's up? All right. So, first things first. I wanted to apologize to everybody. Uh, been away from the podcast for almost a month, I think. You know, since the last time we recorded. What? At the um, end of September. The end of September. At the wow. end of September, yeah. yeah. And that episode's been doing fairly well, man. People have, have it's been received very well. Hey, I've gotten people letting me know that it was a really good episode. Yeah. That they listened to it. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, it was, it was, um, oh, so much fucking fun. <laughs> so I know, I know, um, we, we had a lot of, uh, not research, but we, 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 we went into it, you know, we were talking a lot before, we prepped a lot before. Yeah. And I know, I mean, for some people, we didn't hit a lot of, um, we didn't hit a lot of the like, bands, I would suppose, that other people would like. But you know what? I mean, it's, I think we had such a awesome selection of music between all three of us, between me, you, and Marco. Definitely. So anyways, I, I just wanted to bring up really quick, guys. So... I got hit with COVID. I got hit with the Rona. And that was pretty much the reason why I was uh, MIA for a while. Um, but really, I got... I, I think I was incredibly lucky that I got... Excuse me. I got hit very light. You know, I did, it really didn't hit me that hard. Um, the worst was muscle aches and chills. Yeah. I think... I didn't have congestion. I didn't uh, have hard time breathing. Fever, uh, nothing like that. Nothing crazy. No. Even for, you know, uh, being a chubbers, you know, a chubby checker, I, I didn't have a hard time with anything. And it could, I mean, it could be either that I doubted my immune system or mm-hmm. I just have that blood type that is stronger against COVID, right? Yeah, that typo negative. Typo negative. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I don't know what it was. But uh, it, it lasted, you know, I don't know, like, what, eight to ten days or something like that. Um, and the other thing is, like, it sucked losing my taste. Yeah. <laughs> my taste and uh, uh, smell. I noticed that when t- I was making coffee and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't, this isn't even, um, this doesn't even taste the same or it doesn't even smell the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. So that, that, that was, that was, that was really crappy. And I, I want to tell I told you earlier, the way I, the way I described it is like having sex with the condom, you know, you kind of feel stuff, but you don't feel everything. It, it, that was exactly the same thing. It's like, <laughs> you kind of taste things, but it's not all there. It's a little strange, you know, but anyways, I'm glad all that stuff is over with. I'm clear. I've been, uh, clear from quarantine for like what over, way over a week so i decided uh we decided to come up with a episode kind of away from heavy metal right we're yeah. doing we're gonna be talking about i guess i don't i don't know if you want to call it the first wave second wave of video old like old school retro video games and by that it's gonna be the nintendo era the, the nintendo entertainment system the Super Nintendo, and we're going to talk about the Sega Genesis, the, some of the games. Now, these are not going to be obscurities. They're not going to be hidden gems. They're not going to be um, anything like that. It's just going to be games that we like playing growing up, and hopefully you guys played those too and enjoyed those. And if you have other games that we missed out on, um, which 
more than likely we've probably played them, but these are just some of the games that we focused on. Uh, so you know, you could always let us know on the on the Facebook page or the Instagram like which games you actually liked and that we didn't mention. So there's some good news and some bad news. What do you want to hear first? Dang. Well, give me the good news first. Okay. So good news. Uh, as you may know, I'm with uh, Podbean. Um, the so I officially got an email from them that the podcast has surpassed 5,000 downloads. And I was like, holy shit, that's pretty cool, right? Uh, I checked, and it's like almost 6,000 actually. Uh, as of, I think I checked the the email was like from two three weeks ago, so my bad. So now it's almost to six thousand, so it's pretty good. Nice. Um, and also, like I, you know, someone mentioned to me like, oh, barely, fucking barely, <laughs> dude. And I'm like, look, that was since February, right? When I switched from Podient, when I had left Podient, I had over eight thousand downloads, right? So eight thousand downloads. And then since February, 5,000. So that's what, 13 over? Yeah. That's over 13, man. And, and I'm being, uh, I'm undershooting it because I know it was more than 8,000 when I left Podiant. So that's, that's one of the good news, uh, uh, some of the good news. Now, the other one is that I finally got accepted or, uh, yeah, I guess accepted. So I am on iHeartRadio, on Listen Notes, and on Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Nice. Yeah, so those those are all the other platforms you can find that metal podcast. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and then, sure, with the good, there's always bad, right? Yep. So there's the <clears throat> unfortunate case of uh, Eddie Van Halen passing away from, you know, I guess the cancer that he had. Yeah, man, such a bummer, dude. Yeah, you were telling me, uh, what were you telling me, your brother... Yeah, my brother actually mentioned to me um, <clears throat> that that was the reason why they had they hadn't done a reunion tour that David Lee Roth had mentioned. He had mentioned that um, that was the main reason why they hadn't done the reunion tour. Yeah, and uh, it got me off guard because I completely forgot that he had mentioned that. Um, so when it got brought up, like it just caught me off guard. Yeah, and it's such a bummer, dude, because I listen to Van Halen all the time. I always made it a point whenever there was a party or something. Yeah. Play Savannah Halen because they're great party music. What, um, all right. So somebody online mentioned that they don't, that they cannot understand why the fuck people listen to David Lee Roth era, uh, Van Halen. And, uh, that, that the Sammy Hagar era was way better and, and whatnot. For me, I mean, look, Listen to both. Why the fuck? Why, you know, why limit yourself? But I'll say this. The David Lee Roth era was party music. It was fun. It was not boring. You know, he had that fucking awesome vocals and the motherfucker could jump and do the splits. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just fun, man. It was just fun. It's like, you know, just having a good time. Uh, I feel like when Sammy Hagar came on, it was a little bit more synthy or, you know, keyboard heavy. And you lost, I feel like, the real guitar sound. You know? Yeah, if you listen to those uh, Sammy Hagar songs, like, there's like less Eddie Van Halen guitar right. riff, riffs in there. But I feel the same way, you know. Uh, David Lee Roth era was really good, fun, 
party music, yeah. uh, have a great time. You want to listen to that. And then once Sammy Hagar came through, they did went in a completely different direction. They got a little bit more serious. The songs, you know, that love. Sammy Hagar, yeah, you know, the love songs and stuff like that, <laughs> which are great songs. Like yeah. I don't know why people are hating on that. Like people are like. Oh, you listen to Van Hagar, or, you know? It's <laughs> right. like, nah, man, listen to both. Yeah, like, you're yeah. a Van Halen fan. That's yeah. what you are. Yeah, and I, I think it's. I remember listening to fuck. What was it? I think it was one of the most recent albums that they did. Could have been like seven years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I don't know the name. It's red and it's silver, and it's got like a like a almost like a train or something on the on the cover. Yeah, yeah. I I, don't, I didn't listen to it, so I really can't. Well, there's a song that's like, fuck. Wait, no, mames. It's heavy, <laughs> like fucking double bass. Yeah, like it's fucking fast, dude. Like it's a legit metal song. It's nice. a legit. I'll show you. I'll show you later. Legit heavy metal song. You know, and I always heard a lot of their songs, and I was like, man, this these guys are. They were fucking heavy metal, dude. Like Hoffer Teacher. Oh yeah, dude. dude that fucking drum, the beginning. It 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 almost sounds like a fucking motorcycle. Yeah, right. Dude. I'm like highway. Like it's funny that you mentioned that because last week I was hanging out with one of my friends, and uh, we're like, all right, let's listen to Van Halen songs all night because Eddie Van Halen passed away and stuff. Okay. It's a tribute. So he's like, uh, uh, which one's the song where it starts off with a motorcycle? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's half a teacher, but it's not a motorcycle. It's double pedals. Yeah. And he's just like, nah, it's a motorcycle for sure. And I was like, nah, That's dude, awesome. come on, man. Yeah. Like, come on. You didn't know? <laughs> like, I guess the entire time, like, he's been living his life as a lie, you know? Holy shit. <laughs> he thought it was a motorcycle the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he thought it was a motorcycle man. the whole That's time. Crazy. I thought he was, uh, you know, like, he was, like, joking at I everybody. thought he was joking at yeah. first, too. So I was like... Mm, I gave him the look like, right. man, you serious over here? <laughs> you know? But yeah. turns out he he thought it was a motorcycle the whole time. Yeah. I was like, dude, okay. That's fucking hilarious, man. You know, I was reading uh, that that uh, Eddie, Eddie was, he got like pretty drunk apparently. He called up Ozzy. Mm-hmm. And he told uh, he asked Ozzy, "Hey, can you join Van Halen?" <laughs> so yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like I never heard that story before. Hey, did you ever hear that story where um, he he pulled out a gun on Fred Durst? Yeah, I heard about that. Well, what? Because he took something. What did he take? Well, the thing is, is that I guess he was. I don't know if he was supposed to like record some stuff for Limp Bizkit at the time, and uh, I guess he went over to Fred Durst's house. And uh, he left his equipment there, or something oh, happened. They had like a fallout. Yeah. Um, and he he got mad and he left. He left his equipment there, and he kept calling Fred Durst, and Fred Durst like brushed him off, like you know, like yeah. I don't got your shit. Yeah, type thing. So I guess the story goes is that he got into he's on like military vehicles. Oh shit. Yeah, and the story goes that. Uh, he got in one of these military vehicles. He rode down to um, to uh, Fred Durst's house, no shirt on, cigarette in mouth, and some jeans. <laughs> and he pulled a gun out on him and oh, told him, "Give me my shit back." Yeah. And sure enough, Fred Durst gave him his stuff back. <laughs> you know, like how crazy is that? That's like how crazy awesome, is man. that, dude? Like to just be able to do that, just be like, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna go. 
do this. Be hood on this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go hood on Yeah, that. you know. <laughs> but it's Eddie Van Halen. Dude. Yeah, man. I mean, his... I dude, I dude, I wouldn't even doubt it because I'm sure he was... I'm sure... I don't know if they were good friends probably with Pantera. Like, you know, Dimebag Daryl and, and, and... And I'm pretty sure because his sound, like, his guitar sound was incredibly influential in... I think we wouldn't have Pantera the way they sounded without Eddie, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I think you could hear it. You could hear his influence on Pantera. So, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's it's good that we could reminisce and talk, you know, and just like talk about Van Halen and, and just listen to them. At least have all those good jams. Yeah, he'll always know? be remembered. Oh, fuck, dude. Music. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's a legend. Yeah. This drinks for Eddie right mm-hmm. now. Which uh, I'm drinking a uh, rum and coke. I'm drinking a classic, classic beer. I'm not gonna say which one, so you guys can figure that out on your own. Um. <laughs> uh, so the other, the other bad news was uh, the original designer for the Opeth logo passed away. Um, his name was Timo Kitola. Timo Kitola. Uh, so he passed away October the 12th, so it was just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and yeah, so he pretty much designed the, the, the Opeth logo that we know now, that we know and, and really, yeah. really badass. Because before their logo was pretty atrocious and uh, <laughs> it was pretty fucking ugly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember. What the, I, I always know this, the logo they've had. Yeah, it, it, it was really primitive and just kind of ugly. Uh, and so with the... the the interesting part was that before he passed away, maybe a few months ago, he had actually got in contact with Michael from Opeth, the singer and guitarist. Well, he is Opeth. Um, he got in touch with him and he said, hey, man, I have a new logo for you. If you want to look at it and decide if you want to change the band's logo, you know, and I, I'm, I don't know if it was just because of the guitar, the possibly the music changing. Yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, I know Michael declined. He was like, no. No, thank you. Uh, and I'm pretty sure... Because uh, he said he was bummed out that he didn't contact him more or, or talk more. But, I mean, I think that's the way it usually is, right? You don't know when someone's going to pass away for whatever yeah. reason. It could be sudden or whatever. You don't know. So, I mean, it's not... It's not. His, he shouldn't feel bad about it, you know? Like, yeah, it's not his fault, you know what I mean? Yeah, no one ever But knows. I understand that there's probably a little bit of that guilt or a little bit of that... You know, you just get sad about stuff like that. So, but it sucks, you know. And I, I think, you know, I have that a very crude tattoo uh, of the O on my arm. You know, I'm gonna probably get it retouched or what is it called? Touched up, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But I bit. But yeah, there and obviously, Opeth. You know, people have their thoughts on uh, new stuff versus old stuff. So <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm. I'm I'm okay with their newer stuff now. The newest album, you know, I'm digging it. Yeah, I feel I feel that too. Yeah, um, it's not my go-to to listen to. No, no, of course. But it's not horrible. No, you know it's fucking crazy. I was like, I was listening to like um, Orchid and Morning Rise, and I was just remembering like it's not a good idea to go from the newer albums to the older albums. Because of the production, it's so fucking thin. <laughs> the production sounds so, like, fragile. 
in comparison and very sparse because there's like very it's like a very thin sounding yeah know? yeah and so when you listen to other albums like starting in uh still life and blackwater park that's when it starts to get like it gets beefy yeah you know what i mean it sounds fucking amazing you know but i just thought that was interesting because they still sound good but i mean don't go forwards and then backwards just start from the from the old shit into the new shit you know? <laughs> yeah. it'll do yourself yeah. do your ears a favor yeah do that first <laughs> so i think the uh the question that we always ask right what have uh what's have you been listening to lately Actually, it's it'll be a surprise. I know the last time I said I was listening to a lot of like synthwave stuff, but uh, I've right. been listening to a lot of hip hop recently. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, Gangstar. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I love Gangstar. Gangstar is probably one of the best. Yeah. Um, not not gangster rap that I've been listening to, but like, um, like the Ice Cube and stuff like that. Yeah. But I've been listening to uh, like I said, Gangstar, and then uh, you know Talib Kweli. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> group home stuff like that um, but yeah that's what I've been listening to that's cool I I, I get in my um, my moods every once in a while and I'll I'll start going yeah. back to a lot of older stuff and then I'll find like Gangsta Pat <laughs> and just like started like listening to some weird shit and then I'm like oh this sounds good you know or go back and revisit Wu-Tang you know what I mean? Yeah, you can just, never go wrong with no, anything. No, and, and, and um, that dude that I was telling everybody, uh, Necro. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's pretty fucking badass. I mean, and I love I love that he, like, mixes in either band uh, or, like, heavy metal bands in his lyrics. Or, like, he'll mention uh, uh, just, like, just, like, different things like that. Even actual, like, lyrics and stuff like that. yeah. And I yeah, think it's cool that. that he does that, you know. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, I, I'll get into those those moods, man, I, and I'll just have to fucking be listening to that shit too. Yeah, there's a there's like a wave of like weird. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's really not my cup of tea listening to these guys or anything. But like, uh, some guy called Ghost Main. I was literally thinking that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he involves like a lot of like that EDM. metal. The a lot of metal influence in his stuff, yeah. which is cool. Like I, I dig what he's doing, but uh, really to listen to him, I, I, I don't listen to him. But, yeah, that, but it's, that's, I like what he does. So what's funny is like the other day I was saying, oh, the Corey Taylor solo album is probably the worst album of 2020, and then I heard the Ghostbane album, <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, you know. So he's mixing metal, rap, and EDM all mixed, all mixed in. Yeah. But it just, it just doesn't sound. Uh, for me, it didn't sound right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it was just metal and EDM, probably, or rap and EDM, probably. But it was the three that mixed in that just to me didn't. I, I my I couldn't do it. Like my ears were like, wow, yeah, this is, this is hard listening. Um. I feel that. But but I do like when there's artists that are changing it up. Uh, one of the examples is, I guess, some of the things that I was listening to. And I don't know how to pronounce uh, uh, the name. I think it's Sears Q. So it's S-R-S-Q. S-R-S-Q? 
Yeah. I heard that. I think that's what it's called. Let me... Let me double check. Uh, we got to hit the Googles for this one. Yes, sir. Well, I haven't saved her. Yeah, SRSQ. SRSQ? SRSQ. I've never heard that before. So, okay. the album that I was really checking out, uh, that I really enjoyed, was called Unreality. And re- really, dude, uh, I loved because it's a blast from the past, uh, kind of like the whole 80s goth. Uh, very dreamy. Very relaxing. Like, this could be some... If you're, like, want to smoke a bowl and just chillax and just nice. zone out, this is perfect music for that. Um, it just reminds me of stuff from, like, uh, you know, like, from the 80s. I don't know if... The Cure isn't isn't a good uh, go-to, but it, it's it's all those weird goth bands from, like, the Maybe, like, the uh... I guess, like a Depeche Mode. No, it's soup. It's slow, so it's probably more dance. You know. Okay. So I, I think Dead Can Dance is another good one. Okay. Um, but the other group that they're related to is called Them Are Us Too, and they do the same thing. Just yeah. super relaxing, badass. But the one that I really enjoyed that was just fucking, like, that was, like, The Cure. That was, like, Depeche Mode. That was, like, all that was Drab Majesty. Dude, I love Drab Majesty. Drab Majesty is the shit, dude. There's the shit, dude. I love Drab Majesty. And, and as soon as you were mentioning yeah. that, they popped right into my head. Yeah. And- yeah, dude. And I just, like, what is this? I was, like, fucking hooked. I was hooked from the beginning. Dude, and surprisingly, Drab Majesty is... Um, they're they're really big now. Okay. But I never they came they came through here twice. Oh no shit. Yeah. The last time they came here I wanna say was two years ago. Uh twenty eighteen. In twenty eighteen. So it, probably for that album, no? Yeah, I and mean, but they played a, a, a little a little bar. Like No shit. Maybe like the size of the living room. Yeah. Um Dude so good man those guys are great but it, it's crazy like how they come they came through and they just play like a little like a little hole in the wall yeah. bar small yeah uh and then you see them now and it's just like they just blew up but i Damn, I, really? I dig their sound yeah. so much i dig their yeah. sound i love it dude yeah it's it's like a like a blast from the past but it's just like in a great awesome unique yeah. way uh the album is called the demonstration uh, that's yeah that's the one though. it's really cool I like the colors too it's like blue green black you know and and their whole uh, image too is cool oh I haven't seen yeah yeah. I haven't like seen videos or anything like that yeah it, it's really cool like I don't want to spoil it for okay. you but you can watch cool. it like the yeah. whole image is cool and they stick with it <laughs> uh, one other band you know that I thought was really interesting and, and man I, I, I'm kind of bummed out that we it didn't come out before the Last episode that we did, there's this badass band called Wayfarer, mm-hmm. and they did an album called A Romance with Violence. Okay. Now, what I love about this is, think, Once Upon a Time in the West, Westward Expansion, Railroads Building, Cowboys and Indians, Dang. Black Metal. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Amazing. I mean, there's no country in it or anything like that, so I don't think that there's anything out of the ordinary it's just like 
it's just it has to do with all that. You know what I mean? So I love it's you have cool songs like the Crimson Rider, the Iron Horse, Fire and Gold, Masquerade of the Gunslingers. Oh, like there's a lot of cool, cool shit going on with this album. Nice. So I dig that. yeah, and it's it's really good black metal. It changes it up a little bit here and there. Uh, but Wayfarer, man, a romance with the violence. So if you're like, I think we were talking about we fucking love westerns and shit. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. You know. If you're, I, and I talk about what's upon a time in the West because there was that whole thing with the the, the railroads, uh, the the whole idea of expanding with the railroads and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and, and properties and shit like that. Probably like it's pretty badass. when you mention like um, westerns and stuff. Yeah. Um, Three Ten to Yuma was probably one of my favorite movies. You know what? I have still not yet to seen that one. The, and you're talking about the original or the remake? The remake. Okay. The remake. Uh, I like I like the original, but I think what really got me like hooked is the remake with Russell Crowe and um, okay. Christian Bale. Yeah, the Christian. Yeah, I, I really dig that movie a lot. I need to check that one out. I think uh, I see it all the time. Like, you know, like in a lot of different things where it's like, oh, it's that one. I'm like, oh, should I check it out? I don't know. So I'll check it out. Like, I think for, it's because I, I like watching a lot of the I guess the classics, right? Yeah, yeah. So the so, Wild Bunch to me is one of like the Wild Bunch is fucking yes, godly dude. It's amazing uh, yeah the magnificent seven right uh those are some of the like the cooler ones and obviously the clint eastwoods yeah are they you, those are staples yeah but okay. i think some movies with um how was his name with the uh, death wish what's his name uh oh uh, bronson. charles bronson charles bronson the some of the movies that he did too were fucking badass yeah dude. yeah yeah he did a lot of good movies man um uh, there's one that he did with um I'm trying to remember. I believe that guy was might have been from El Paso. Some, something really? Quinn. Um, um, but he did a movie with Charles Bronson. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find it. What are some other... Oh, my Lord. Someone is... <laughs> just look. They didn't even stop. Yeah, they just kept they going. They just fucking kept going. Fucking assholes. Man, there's a stop sign literally right outside. Yeah, there's literally a stop sign. All right, well, anyways. What was a movie that, another Western that you like? Uh, another Western that I like, uh, well, of course, I mentioned 310 to Yuma. And yeah. then, uh, just the other day, actually, I was watching um, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was super weird the way that one got brought up. Um, rest in peace. What's his name? Uh, I can't pronounce his name. The... The one who composed Ecstasy of Gold. Uh, Ennio Mori- Mori- Morricone. Morricone. Yeah. Or something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, even up until he did Django, man, right? Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I mean, dude, that dude's fucking amazing. Yeah. And the way uh, I was watching it the other day, my dad brought it up, and he's just like, I have you know that I haven't even, I've never seen that movie. And I was like, what? Like, how have you not seen this movie? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've seen the first two, like the Fistful of Dollars and um, yeah, what's the other one called? Um, for a few dollars more. For a few dollars more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's crazy because uh, the way we got, uh, the way we brought that up was we were talking wrestling. <laughs> we were talking wrestling. Yeah. And uh, in WCW. Yeah. Yeah, in WCW nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Uh, I love that. Era. Yeah, uh, ninety eight or ninety nine, one one of those two. It's uh, it was definitely ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, because uh, the Montreal screw job happened in nineteen ninety seven. Okay, 
So and that's when he was in WWF. Okay. And then he got signed to WCW. So uh uh Bret Hart and uh Bill Goldberg mm-hmm. was there and Bill Goldberg was unstoppable. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. So he had this thing where like he spears yes. the wrestler yeah. and he spears Bret Hart and then they're like laying there and then Bret Hart gets up, he tosses like Bill Goldberg off of him. And Bret Hart gets up and he pulls out a metal plate that he has under yes. his shirt. And that's how it segue into talking about the uh, the Clint Eastwood movie yeah. where, where they shoot him and then he gets up because he has the metal plate right, under right, his yeah. shirt, you know, and that's how he segue into that, <laughs> you know. But it's crazy. It's it's funny how, like, they pull stuff into other deals and it yeah. reminds you of other things. That's, that's fucking great, though. So, oh, so I was able to find the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's so it's Anthony Quinn and Charles Bronson, dude. Anthony Quinn looks just like no, not Javier Bardem. Yeah, Javier Bardem. Oh yeah, yeah. He looks cool, cool. just like fucking Javier. Dang. Bardem. No country for old <laughs> men or whatever. But uh, so this one's called Guns for San Sebastian, and he he pretends to be a fucking uh, a priest. But just so they don't kill him, and he, like he doesn't really give a fuck about that little town that he's in. He just uh, he's just there. He pretends to be a priest so they don't kill him. And uh, Charles Bronson is like a, an outlaw. He's, he's the leader of a gang. Yeah. And he's like he keeps trying to fucking kill everybody and take over the town. And so they get frustrated and they're like, "We need help. We need help." And so Anthony Quinn's like he just takes it upon himself to. Help to help him. That's a great. That's another fucking great one. I've never and, seen that one. Yeah, and then the other one was the Charles Bronson classic was White Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, the White Buffalo '77. And uh, I think there's another. Ah, uh, my favorite one from Charles Bronson probably is. Uh, did you ever see Death Hunt? No, nah, I never saw that one. Death Hunt, dude, nah. all star cast, man. You had Lee Marvin okay. and Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Ed Lauder. All these like people. Like you, you recognize most of these dudes, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. But Death Hunt's great because they're like they're just trying to kill him. They're just trying to kill him. He's in a fucking cabin, and he just escapes every single time. And he fucking offs them one by one. And oh nice. Like they they keep trying, but it ain't happening because Charles Bronson's a badass. Um, yeah, but this this it's also kind of takes place in the kind of like western. You know? Yeah. Have you ever listened to that band Charles Bronson? No, I have not. No. <laughs> It's they're, funny. they're they're like a, a power violence band. Uh, they're what? They're, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, take a listen to it. I mean, it's not probably not for everyone, but yeah. check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, but imagine just like hey, listen to Charles Bronson. Like Charles Bronson was just a badass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny too is like I seen the shirts and I'm like, oh cool. I'm like, wait, this isn't. Yeah, this yeah. isn't a Charles Bronson shirt. Like the. <clears throat> so. I was going to talk about Rob Halford. So, Rob Halford... So, okay. So, this started with Sebastian Bach, you know, from uh, Skid Row. Excuse me. He was doing a interview uh, or yeah. for this podcast called Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll Show. And the host was a comedian. His name's Big J. Okerson. 
he was like trying to t- uh, say a joke. Uh, I think the joke was like, "What's the difference between?" Uh, I forgot what he said. Like, what's I, the difference between? Yeah, uh, Halford and what is it? No, he was. Uh, I believe what they were talking about was um, Sebastian Bach uh, was praising Halford, uh, Rob Halford's. Uh, like his voice, pretty much. Yeah. And he says it's crazy how he doesn't, um, he doesn't have like any routines like oh. before. And then he says, his exercise is to probably do something gay. He doesn't want to tell you, like, you got a gargled jizz, but I don't know how to tell you that, Sebastian. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. And uh, Sebastian took offense to that. Fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would too. They're buddies, dude. Yeah. They're he, homies. He really took offense to that. And I think uh, it was like a Zoom or like a, you know, like, you know how yeah. they're all on the video and stuff right, like video that. video chat or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you could just see it in Sebastian Bach's face where he's just like yeah. not having it anymore. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he just dips. He yeah. leaves the interview. Yeah, he's like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and it's funny because he told him, well, I'm going to have Rob Halford on next week and this and that. And Rob Halford tells him, I I swallow. <laughs> the, uh, I don't spit and whatever. And just kind of like to be snarky and get back at him, you know. Yeah. But well, the cool part about it was, you know, everybody praised him for doing that. And I thought it was great. Because you know what? I know Sebastian Bach is an asshole. Yeah. I used to think he was a badass and a sweetheart. He's an asshole, dude. Yeah. Um, he he's very moody. Whenever the fuck he wants to be, he'll be nice. But not all the time, of course. But you know, I saw him. On, I told you like on uh, some of those um, Wikipedia Loudwire things where it's like true fact or fiction, or or you know, is it on? Is it true or not? And you know, that way they could fix it on on Wikipedia. Yeah. And the guy that was interviewing him. Uh, was asking him all these questions and Sebastian was just like man like he was so frustrated and he was just like who the fuck are you like why are you talking to me like he was yeah. just like he didn't want to have anything to do with it so he he was like man this guy's a dick you know but anyways I'm glad he at least told the guy to fuck off and he left the interview uh, the other person who was applauding Sebastian Bach was Paul Masvidal from uh, Cynic okay uh, I know he's uh, he came out recently. Uh, well, I think he came out a long time ago, and um, he was just saying that's good, man. That you gotta you gotta be defending your friends, and you can't put up with stupid shit like that. Uh, it in even if the guy's a fucking comedian, like you're, you have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, and that was uncalled for to yeah. say something stupid like that. Yeah, it really. He could have just said, "Oh, he probably does something gay." He didn't have to go all the way yeah, to specifics yeah, yeah. of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't have to do all that shit. That's fucked up, man. So, I'm glad, you know, this one's for you, Sebastian Bach. Give him the thumbs up on that one. Yeah. So, finally, uh, John Finberg. This is the dude I was talking about earlier. Yeah. So, a lot of different bands dropped his ass. And rightfully so, because... We're looking at this booking agent who does North American tours for a lot of big bands. Uh, Nightwish, Dark Tranquility, Symphony X. Uh, A lot of, a lot of huge bands, right? He did a lot of huge bands. International, 
bands coming out this way. So he was he had been accused of you know wanting to sexually harass women, um, harassing people, you know, calling people names, homo, and just different things like that, and and that was putting it nicely. I know he said it in other ways. He just tries to bully people and strong, you know, strong arm his way into like deals, yeah. or he'll like try to end people's careers, other agents, other people that are trying to do the same thing. And finally, you know, like there's, uh, I guess, the infamous Metal Sucks, uh, which I fucking hate them, but in this in this case, they did a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So they released an uh, an entire series of interviews that. Of people who had encounters with, with Finberg, and some of the shit, the outlandish shit that he would do and say, and uh, you know, just like, at this point, it's like there's so many people saying shit from, so many years, maybe, maybe twenty plus years, I would say, maybe I'm not too sure. Yeah, that it's ridiculous. After a while, you'd be like, dude, what, enough is enough, man. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? You keep with your mamadas, like it's not gonna fucking help anybody. So I'm glad finally they, they fucking put him on the spotlight and, and said, fuck you. We're not, we're not going to take it anymore. We're not going to take it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I, I thought it was really cool that they finally, you know, they took his ass out. Uh, now, the only other thing that I kind of say is kind of fucked up is there were fans, supposed fans, that were going to boycott some of these bands because they hadn't responded fast enough, you know, cause a lot of bands responded, Oh yeah, we have already severed ties. We're not working with Finberg anymore. Uh, we're going to be looking for a new, uh, agency, booking agency, blah, blah, blah. But there were some bands, uh, and I know symphony X was one of them. Yeah. Uh, who, who weren't able to respond right away for contractual obligations and, you know, legal obligations. They just couldn't respond right away. And, People are like, we're going to fucking boycott your ass and we're going to fucking stop listening to you and and this whole fucking extreme cancel culture, you know how it is. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, guys. Like, give them, give them time to breathe and, 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 you know, cross the T's and dot the I's, you know, because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah, definitely. You know, they could probably have to... They probably cut his ass loose and then they're, you know, having to wait for X amount of time before they could talk about it. So they don't get in a fucking lawsuit, you know what I mean? So a lot of people just didn't understand shit like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. The way the business works. And I just thought it was unfortunate that it's like, oh, yeah, well, it took you like three days to to, to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to sever ties. What took you so long? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. And it's like, shut up, dude. Fucking Karen. <laughs> like, shut up, dude. Like, it, they're, yeah, yeah. they already said, yeah, we're not, we're not working with them anymore. And fuck them. And he's a bad person. Yeah. And I'm, what else do you want, you know? And, like, of course, like, a lot of people don't know, like, the contracts that they have. Like, if, right. you know, if they go out and they say something, then it'll be money taken out of their pockets. They have, they'll get sued or something like that. Exactly. And, and they just don't know. So it's just kind of like, hey, like, all right, you can speak up once Yeah. you see it later. And... If the band is still getting tours from this guy, yeah. then okay, then that's when you could yeah start. All right, dude, I'm not gonna listen to them anymore. Yeah. Fuck these guys. That's fair. That's fair. At that point, I, I it's okay. But a couple of days, dude. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Like, nah, come on, man. 
Don't yeah, do give it, give it, give it some time, man. And you know what? It's with anything. Give it a little bit, a little, little bit of time, man. People gotta settle some shit out, you know. Yeah. So, I'm gonna fix myself another rum and coke. And it's funny because it's not even coke; it's diet Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough, I guess. Close enough, right? It's the competitor. Oh yeah. It's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, I love that. Was it in weird science? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So the time has come. We are gonna start talking about this is our main topic, right? We'll be talking about again. Um, Nintendo. Well, I'm gonna. We're gonna start with the NES. We're gonna go in chronological order. Um, random games. I don't know if we want to go take turns or whatever. Uh, I mean, we probably could, probably best not. We could do uh, yeah, yeah. We'll it's probably that. best if we take turns. We're gonna have a lot of ones that are gonna be the same, so we'll we can we'll just wait for that, you know. Um, and so yeah, so we're gonna be talking about a lot of the games that we really enjoyed playing growing up, and. Um, Again, I just want to reiterate, they're not going to be hidden gems. They're not going to be obscure games. They're not going to be anything like that. Uh, of course, we could always do another episode on that, too. Because I've, you know, I have uh, have so many emulator emulators on different systems. Yeah. On my PlayStation Vita, my old Xbox, you know. I had it on my PS3. Uh, so I know I have a shit, all the games. I have a shitload of games anyways. Yeah. So there's always games that I play that I'm like, oh, shit, I never played that one before. Or, yeah. like... I've always heard of that one, but I never played it. I don't know why. You know? Yeah, yeah, no. So, uh, so we're gonna get into that. We're just gonna talk about uh, games we enjoyed growing up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess you want to go first. Yeah, I'll go ahead and start off. Go I'll go ahead and start off. Uh, one of the like one of the main like NES games that I remember uh, growing up as a kid um, was definitely the uh, Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Mega Man, uh, but specifically Mega Man Two. Yeah. Specifically Mega Man Two, and that one. I feel like it was the... I never played... Uh, I did play the first one, but I played it after Mega Man 2. And if you look at it... It's not the same. Man. It's definitely not the same. Right. Uh, Mega Man 1, okay, it's a great game. Uh, but if... I feel like once Mega Man 2 was released, it was like the blueprint for the yeah. Mega Man games. Yeah, 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 I agree. agree. Yeah, it was a blueprint. Everything looked great. Uh, the music in Mega Man 2 was always the best. Yeah. yeah, like metal, dude. Yeah, it's like a thrash and eight bit version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, eight bit version and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, definitely Mega Man uh, is definitely like one of my go to games, even even to this day. Yeah, even to this day. And yeah, yeah. Um, the fucking waters is a bubble man. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking hard way, no mommy. Like, yeah, no. The, you, you jump high. Like, the the one uh, <laughs> the one that would really piss me off was uh, what was it Quick Man? Yeah. Quick Man sucked. Yeah. Quick Man sucked because, I don't know, he was quick. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I, I love the, the, the idea of, of fighting a boss, getting their weapon, and then you try to figure out who it works against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, cause... who is it that it really works against? I thought that was fucking badass, dude. Like, it's such a simple, but it's like genius, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, gimmick for, for a video game, man. I mean, part one was great. Uh, the difficulty 
was because it's Capcom, right? So it was like a, the difficulty was always there, even yeah. even till the newest Mega Man, you know. So there was always a lot. It, good thing, dude. I mean, I swear, good thing that those Nintendo controllers were fucking built like tanks, <laughs> yeah. because you could fucking kill somebody with it, probably. Yeah. Because I remember my brother hitting me in the fucking head with it, and that shit didn't fucking break. And it hurt like a motherfucker, dude. Because <laughs> they're fucking pointy corners, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. If you're going to rage quit or whatever, you're good, man. They lasted you. And those games, man, I remember when my brother was playing. I think it was, I think it was part two. And he was already at the wild, you know, wild, the bosses at, towards the end. Yeah. You know? And I know, I remember, I remember there was like a dragon. And you had to be hop hop on different boxes and shit, Yeah, right? little platforms. Platforms. And they disappear. And, they, and then you got to keep jumping. And I remember... Uh, I barely tapped, I believe it was like the controller wire and the whole thing turned off. <laughs> like it just reset. And I was like, Oh shit. I'm and, sorry. And that's the thing that, uh, back in the day you had to run it. You had to run it straight through. Like, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't save. No. If, I mean, luckily you're able to like get a password with the dots. Yeah. Right. But in a lot of games now you either you there's no safe there's no safe state no that you had to fucking play the whole way through um and yeah i got my hair pulled for that one but yeah mega man the mega man 2 is a uh definitely when it was a the change that just i guess ever since then that's been constant you know? yeah it's been it's been the go to one yeah. moving forward like you play mega man 3 it's pretty much the same yeah. style yeah as mega what, man was 2. it 3 or 4 when they added the the charge, uh, you can charge up your gun. Is it? I think it's three. No, or I could be no, four. That actually, I think that came later in the in the NES. No, and no. the the Super NES. No, did it? No, you could charge. You could charge it. I think it was three, three or four. You, think, uh, you could just hold it. And it was like a, a bigger shot. Hmm. I I know part three. They introduced um, the dog mm-hmm. that you could like. He'll make you jump, jump higher. He hovers or, or he, he hovers and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they introduced him, but dang! Uh, now that you mention it, I have to go back mm-hmm. and see which one. It, yeah, I think it was. Shot. I think it might have been four, but it could have been yeah. three too. But yeah, they introduced the the power shot. I forgot what it's called. I'm not yeah. sure. What it's and then called. I think part three is when they introduced Proto Man, mm-hmm. which was uh, Mega Man's brother and stuff like that. It was cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I dug those games. I still dig them now. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. No, they're they're fucking absolute classics for a reason, man. I think I played it like last month. Yeah, too. Yeah, and it's still just as fucking hard, man. Like, it doesn't yeah. get easier, even if yeah. But surprisingly, like, uh, I've played it so many times already, where I pretty much have it down. You anticipate, you yeah. Already know. I already yeah. know what's happening, and yeah. so I'm like, I'm good, man. Have you ever watched uh, some of the speedruns? Uh, yeah, YouTube? Dude. fucking dude, they're crazy. Some good, of these man. dudes, I mean, they have everything down. Yeah. Like, they just do it, like, so quick. And I'm just yeah. like, I mean, that's cool. I mean, if you can, but I, <laughs> I I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. Yeah, I couldn't do that. No, nah, no. Nah. I would die it several times. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Excellent pick, man. Uh, all right. So, we're going with my next one. I get, Well, my first one, which was Wizards and Warriors. Mm. Now, if you remember Wizards and Warriors, uh, I think part two had Fabio on the cover. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The first one, uh, I forget. I don't remember the the cover art for the first one, but the first one was my favorite. Yeah. The music was great. Uh, and basically, all you had to do was, like, 
you had to jump around, find keys, find the color keys that you needed, pink, blue, and then you start finding different weapons and different treasures and, and techniques and spells and shit like that, like yeah. hovering. You could like hover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they had different different weapons for you to throw, uh, the sword, you can throw all kinds of cool things. And you had your you had your you had your typical sword that you can just slash. Yeah. And then you had your little dagger that you can throw, like a boomerang. But I love that it. it was so fucking weird, wacky. The fucking sounds were strange. The <laughs> music was strange. The mu- Oh, my favorite is the music before you die. It right. has this really cool fucking song that comes out. And you're yeah. like, ah, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, but I just love being able to jump around and do stuff. And, and then the beginning is just a bunch of fucking trees and doors inside trees. And then you go inside the tree. And then you're just jumping to the top so that you can get to the yeah. the higher levels. You know what I mean? And then the caves. Just everything, dude. Yeah. To me, Wizards and Warriors is fucking... Uh, I think it's a must-play if you're going to really... And it's different. It's not just a platformer. It, and it has the same amount of difficulty, I would say. So yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is tough. Man. That That is one of the games that I, I rarely played. Uh, I played it maybe one time. My brother rented it. But I'm not sure if it was part one or two. But there was a... there was a. am not sure if I'm thinking the right game, though. But there's an area... Okay. Where there's like a beehive. It could be the first one. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, it's just hanging there. And the entire time I was just like, yo, I want to knock down that beehive. And I just kept trying and trying and trying and I never did. <laughs> the then, the first the difference is that in the first one, the character, because he's dressed up like a knight. Yeah. And his face is like a normal knight. The, the face shield is down. Yeah. In part two, instead of the face shield, he just has two big ass eyes. What? Yeah, it changes. So he just has two like Bart fucking Simpson eyes. They're fucking huge. What? In uh, on the on the on the the warrior, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a little weird, but that's how you know it's like the okay. first one of the second. Okay, so it might have been the first one. It could have been the first one. I don't remember, dude. It's been quite a bit some time. Mm-hmm. All right, so my uh, one that I played a lot, and I still play it to this day, and this is another game that I have. Like, if we sit on right now, I could probably complete it. <laughs> okay. Is Batman? Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah, Batman for yeah. Uh, the NES. Right. The music is super great. Yeah. In that game, and uh, I mean, yeah, it's based on the movie, but it's overall like the game is just like it's made by uh, Sunsoft. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, based off Batman or Batman Returns or which one is uh, it? Batman? Uh, the first one, the one with uh, Jack Nicholson and. Uh, so the very first Batman. Yeah, the, the, very, that, that the, one with, the very first Batman. Keaton. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and that one... It looks great too, man. Dude, it's it's super great. But yeah. there's some, some certain areas are just like hard. Like when you're in the... When you're in the sewers, mm-hmm. those creatures that are in the sewers, man, it's so frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. Man. And they just like... And they keep following you. You can't like ditch them or anything. <laughs> they keep following you and keep following you. And that's probably like one of the hardest levels. Yeah. But... uh Definitely Batman is one of the games I played when I was a kid. And uh, I played it so many times that I pretty much have it down. Like, um, I have it down, but I I barely completed it about, like, three years ago. Yeah. About three years How ago. How crazy is that, huh? Like, Dude, it's... And like, that, that's... Yeah. That's pretty it, typical, I think. And it's the best feeling, though. It's yeah. the best feeling when you complete, like, a game like that is because yeah. you try so many times and then finally, like, in the end... You're just like, 
I, I did it. Like, I fucking did it. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if anything has to do with us when, as kids, we don't have the patience for it at that time. Yeah. And as probably. adults, you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm figuring out the pattern. I'm knowing what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, you just have more patience for it as yeah, an adult. Yeah, yeah. You know? As a kid, you're just kind of like, I can't complete this. I don't know level. why. Yeah. 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 And you rage quit. <laughs> yeah. And you rage quit. <laughs> you rage quit. It's like your remote graveyard where you just like smash your remote. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck no, Yeah. It's a great game, great Good game. Pick. Definitely, definitely one. It's a. If anyone ever picks up an NES, definitely pick up Batman for sure. Yeah, I think it's one of the another staple. I think. Yeah, and it's not like it's a. It's not one of those games like where it's expensive or. No, it's not expensive. You could get it for like, the most ten bucks. You have the most ten bucks, but someone could just pick it up anywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's not rare to find. Oh, so it's readily available. Yeah. yeah, it's for anyone. But if anyone's gonna pick up a game, and I definitely recommend yeah. picking up Batman for sure. Yeah. All right. So my next pick is uh, kind of started the series, and it was one of the games that I forced myself to learn how to to learn to read, to play it, and it's uh, Final Fantasy. So I actually, uh, I think I was like four, five when it came out. Yeah. Uh, 88 or 89. Uh, I don't remember the year, but I just remember watching my brother, my older brother play it. And I'm like, I want to do that. And so I learned to read and I, I, I was able to read, you know, better, get myself better to read. Yeah. Get myself an education there, you know. Uh, the power of video games. <laughs> Fuck yeah! And so what? What I love about it is that kind of set the tone for me growing up in middle school and high school, knowing a lot of different creatures, the names. You 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 start doing research on like, why is it? Where is this monster from? Or whatever the yeah. fuck. And then you start learning prefix suffixes from different things and from just so the. The spells or from the armor or from the swords from from everything and you start like you know getting into the super nes we'll talk about it later but the same thing happened right with the other ones but it, it kind of made it made it so that when we're talking about certain things in middle school high school in school in, in different classes i was like oh shit i've heard about that before or read about that before mm-hmm. or, or, or this idea you know what i mean so i thought it was really cool i think final fantasy is one of the best Still to this day, the original to me is one of the best RPGs ever made. Yeah. You could choose your cast, your crew. You know, you want a fighter? Do you want a thief? You know, do you want a white mage, black mage? Yeah. You know, red mage? Uh, and and I love I love how, like, at, at one point, probably halfway through the game, you transform. Okay. So they kind of become, a fighter becomes a knight. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They the, evolve. The thief becomes, I forgot what he becomes, a, uh, like a martial arts master. Yeah. You know, the the red, all the mages become wizards. Okay. Like, and they're so much stronger after that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, and and it's, you have to balance your team out. Yeah, yeah, no, know? I feel that. That's, all, that's always really cool to do in games, but yeah. uh, Final Fantasy, I have never played Final Fantasy for the NES. Yeah. And that's surprising uh, because... I didn't really start getting into Final Fantasy games until the PS, the PlayStation One. 
Okay. Which the release of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Which is a great game. Oh hell yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but I've never touched Final Fantasy for the NES, and I've never touched Final Fantasy for the Super Nintendo. I don't know why. Those, uh, if you're gonna want to, like, commit time, the ones for the Super NES are the ones to go with. Yeah. Uh, the first one to me is still like obviously it's 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 difficult, but. That was when you learned to grind. You're fucking grinding. Yeah, yeah. You're always grinding, grinding, grinding. You know, to level up or to get money, to get gold for better weapons. Because everything was expensive. Even the spells, you had to buy them. So it wasn't like, oh, I leveled up, I get new spells. No, you have to like go buy that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there was a lot of cool things. And it's, oh, man. Once you get the fucking airship, dude, everything fucking opened up, man. <laughs> like, you're just like, I'm going to fucking go over here. I'm going to go where the fuck I want, man. Yeah, yeah. It is so badass, dude. So, uh, the original Final Fantasy, there's just so much fucking amazing memories. And uh, if you're into RPGs, it's one of the better ones just because it's not. Uh, it's. Uh, what is it called? Uh, you go back and forth. Yeah, it's. Uh, so, not sure. Yeah, so you take turns. It's, oh, oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, turn yeah, based. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, turn-based. yeah, turn-based. yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's good. All right, so. I'm definitely gonna try out Final Fantasy now that you mention yeah. it, though. If you got time, it's have the patience. At least go over three hours, and you'll be good. Like yeah. after that, it's like, all right, cool, I got this. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's something I'm gonna mention is uh, the Castlevania series for the NES. Uh, not just a specific one; it's the whole thing. The series, yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole story, like the Belmont, um, yeah. Belmonts, and then going to. Uh, all of them, it's like different Belmonts. Uh, I know part two has Simon. Right. Well, part two is Simon's Quest. Right. Um, you know, and uh, they basically, you know, you're, if you want to play something on Halloween time, like during this time, play some Castlevania games. That's a good mood. That's a yeah, good mood kill some skeletons, some bats, yeah. some creatures. Yeah. Uh, you fight like Frankenstein, yeah. Mummy, and uh, of course Dracula, stuff like that. Shit, yeah. Uh, Again, music is great in Castlevania mm. games. Mm-hmm. Super great in Castlevania games. I hate it. If there's one thing that's frustrating is the. It's the well, I I don't. It's uh, the sound that they play when you die. Oh, okay. That do 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 do. It's just like God damn it. You're teasing me. Yeah, I hated that so much. But the way the series goes is like you know, uh, Castlevania one. You go. You have to kill Dracula. Um, part two is a completely different game. Uh, they kind of turn it uh, RPG ish. Yeah. But there's certain things that, as a kid, you don't figure out. <laughs> like, how are you going to figure this thing out where you kneel, yeah. where you duck at a certain corner, and then a little tornado comes around and takes you? Yeah. Like, you don't know that as a yeah. kid unless yeah. you're reading, like, Nintendo Power, Nintendo Power and yeah, stuff for, like that. Yeah. Like the strategy guides. Yeah, you didn't know any of that. You and as a kid, like, how the heck are you gonna get through this? Yeah. You know. I'm gonna call Konami. Yeah, or, something like that, and I'm gonna call like the the hotline, the, the hotline <laughs> that they used to For have. Tips and shit. Yeah. Or that magazine. Remember Tips and Tricks? Oh yeah, yeah, that I love magazine. Tips and Tricks. <laughs> I I use that a couple. Times. I used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Um. They had the cheat codes in the yeah. back and stuff. <clears> like that. The oh, whole thing cool. was cheat codes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, but you know. 
that <clears throat> one, that uh, Simon's Quest is really frustrating. Frustrating game. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to play Castlevania games, I wouldn't recommend starting with that one. Uh, part three is uh, it's like where they just combined everything together, and it's just like the game is so good. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing is that you could take different paths. Yeah. And it, this starts the Metroidvania. Yeah. Uh, uh, genre. Yeah. Yeah. Metroidvania stuff like that. Um, Metroid's another good game. Yeah. But uh, you start like different paths, and depending on which path you take, gives you different items and different characters. Yeah. Uh, like you find Alucard. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, I forget the other guy's name, but he's like a guy that like jumps on walls. Yes. He's like a frogman. I don't even know it. And then uh, also, I think there's a there's like a a fairy. I'm not sure. I may be getting that confused, but it's either Alucard or that Frogman, and then Alucard can turn into a bat, yeah. and you can like travel a certain distance, and then that other guy, he can like climb over walls. Like if you can't get through a certain area, he you can turn into him, and you climb over a wall. <laughs> That's badass. You know, so yeah. depending on the path that you take, it's yeah. different items, and I always thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, Castlevania is definitely a staple in the NES. Oh games. yeah, it's definitely a classic. It's one of those that you gotta pick up. You gotta pick up. Mm-hmm. So, this is a game that I play and I still play until this day. Uh, and uh, I would have my buddy Luis. Shout out to Luis. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. We we would stay up till the next day. Sometimes like almost noon the next day playing Madden uh, <laughs> and making our franchises yeah, yeah. you know and doing fantasy football like where we just make our own teams but we would play every once in a while would go into uh, Tecmo Super Bowl yeah and Tecmo Super Bowl to me was one of the best uh, easily one of the best football games of all time now obviously I'm a hardcore Dallas fan and I don't want to talk about them right now because they have a disastrous season ahead of them. But uh, in this, in Tecmo Super Bowl, man, I, I would either pick the Raiders. Because you have Bo Jackson. Oh, man. You're cheating right there. They're no, cheating. no. I would actually go with the Chiefs. Okay. Because they had a, a Christian Okoye. Okay. The Nigerian nightmare. They would, they would call uh-huh. him that. So to me, I thought he was better than Bo Jackson. Yeah. Uh, it might not have been as fast. But shit, I fucking pressed the button faster so he fucking he would break so many fucking tackles dude yeah. it was ridiculous dude like you just pick him man and just pop, 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 like yeah. just run over everybody yeah. but I loved it man the, the, the whole gimmick of if you're on defense and you pick if you happen to pick the right play they all fucking blitz him and you fuck up the play you yeah. fuck up the the, the the other team I thought that was really cool man they're, they're the the uh, if you're a quarterback you can't move but you can select uh, different um, receivers, and then you can just like throw it to them, or whatever. Yeah. And it was badass. It was like it was a little bit of a chess game because there was like what eight plays only you could choose from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the I love the music when you score the field goal. Yeah. They had the ref, and he'd be like, "It's good." <laughs> and the oh man, the one that you didn't want to hear, dude, was the music when your player got hurt. Uh, I yeah. fucking hated that, dude. I was like, yeah. oh, who got hurt? I'm like, oh, you fucking... 
fair enough. And I'm like, that's it. I'm going to restart it. I'm going to play another team. I'm, I'm going to play as another team or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I loved... I, lo- I still play it to this day, man. Tecmo yeah. Super Bowl. Uh, Tecmo Super Bowl is a good game. Yeah. Uh, Bo Jackson was unstoppable in that game. Yeah, he bro. was because he's so fucking fast, dude. Yeah, but dude, you know, like, they put his stats way too high up yeah, in that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's not the same as Tecmo Bowl. I did not enjoy Tecmo Bowl. No. At all. Yeah. Uh, it was just very generic. But once they made Tecmo Super Bowl, fuck, that was, that was it, dude. And I, and I love that you could either, I don't know, I just love the way they, they set it up, man. You can play exhibition games. You can play uh, your franchise. You can play. You know what I mean. You can do all kinds of cool yeah. things. And, um, so I like that. You know, I just like the way you can do that. You can change the plays. You can adjust the plays, and uh, th- choose a different playbook if you wanted to. You know, so it was fun, man. It was very in depth uh, for the time. Yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah, I I played uh, Tecmo Super Bowl a couple yeah. times, um, but Bo Jackson, I hated that. Yeah, he's overpowered. <laughs> but, you know, I got to go pee. So, guys, give me one second. I'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, so you're next. All right. Uh, another one. It's going to be another series again. Uh, the Ninja Gaiden series. Oh, fuck yeah, Ninja dude. Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden. However. However you want to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't going to tell you nothing about that. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, and 3. Ninja Gaiden 1. Definitely a great game. Definitely mm-hmm. everyone. Everyone needs to play all the Ninja Gaiden games. Yes, yes. All the Ninja Gaiden games. Absolutely. All of them are, are yeah are good. Super good. Definitely an NES must have. Yeah. You know, um, I thought it was great too when they released the trilogy. I think on Super NES. Yeah. Uh, so you can grab that one also. Save yourself probably some money, unless it's really expensive. No, it's super expensive. Is it really? Okay, never super mind. expensive. Don't say no. Don't go that route. No, it's better off getting the originals. Yeah, you'll cheaper. You'll, yeah, uh, I think first one is really. Um, yeah, you, it's easy to find. Uh, one and two are really easy to find. Uh, yeah. You could get part one, most ten bucks. Part okay. two, uh, it's a little bit pricier. But not like it's not gonna break your bank or anything. Uh, like 20 bucks you get it for but part 3 definitely runs around uh, 70 dollars 70 bucks so let me ask you do you watch Metal Jesus Rocks yes yes okay so him Reggie uh, Riggs John Riggs yeah yeah Uh, uh, the immortal John Hancock. John Hancock, dude. Yeah. That guy's. Got I'm so jealous of that motherfucker. Dude. What the fuck does he do? First of all, I don't know. Because he has a insane collection, right? Yeah, he's got like uh, a complete NES, complete Sega. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't know what he does, and I'm so happy that his wife's like, yeah, like she's cool with whatever he's into, right? Yeah. Or I, I don't know if he's married, but I'm pretty sure he is. But um, I I love the watching their series uh, on YouTube, right? So, what is it? The Metal Jesus crew? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then they have the girls, you know, Kinsey and... Oh, yeah, yeah, Kelsey, yeah. Of course, yeah. cuties, both of them. And they have the cool, uh, like, Pink Gorilla shop. And, and, yeah, yeah, and they do. Out in Seattle or Seattle. something like that. But, um, cool. Everyone's cool. Everyone seems cool. And, you know, Dirk and Master Paul or whatever, mm-hmm. he's fucking badass, too. Yeah. Uh, all those guys are fucking badass. Um, but I, I always see that, like, the prices go up, man. When they released their episodes, yeah. uh, the collections of uh, talking about, oh, these are like hidden gems and things like that. Yes. Dude, 
how crazy is it that just by releasing a video that the prices go up on eBay or in shops? Like, mm-hmm. that whole idea boggles my mind, dude. Yeah, because I guess they're putting exposure out to these games. And, yeah. And people are like, I have to get it. Yeah, and then so. I guess the seller finds out. Yeah. Does a dick move and raises the price. Yeah, like, dude. I, 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 don't, I don't like that at all, especially when it comes down to, uh, like, retro games, I guess. Uh, I understand there's those obscure games mm-hmm. that, you know, they're really hard to find. So they're high up there in price. Yes, but some games I'm like, dude, you really want to pay a hundred bucks for this? Hundred dollars more or plus, you know? Yeah, for, dude, hundred dollars plus. And luckily, I've been, uh, I've been lucky where uh, there's been a couple like I'll find uh, someone selling like like a garage sale. Yeah, and sometimes I'll I'll get some games in there, which I'm gonna mention a little later on sure. a, on a great find that sure. I had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's super crazy. It's super crazy how that happens, and they yeah. just put the exposure out. Yeah, uh, I mean, I dig it. I dig that they're. I I think they're in a sense they're putting it out there and saying like, hey, if you want to find a game and you don't, this this is one that you can find and it's a hidden gem. No one really goes after it, but you can play it and it's a great game. And as soon as that exposure and gets it out, doesn't it's become like, a hidden gem anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's not a hidden gem anymore. <laughs> but I love watching Metal Jesus. Uh, he's a metalhead too. Yeah. Um, the angry video game nerd. Uh, I love that you know guy. what? I don't. I haven't seen him as much. Yeah, I haven't seen him as much. Uh, I know he's got a game. The the parts one and two are out for the Switch right now. Yeah. Um, and it looks badass. It's like a Mega Man. Yeah. Type. It looks yeah. pretty fucking cool. It's cool. Uh, I know. I know. There's a lot of cool. Um, there's a lot of cool dudes out there, man. And so I recommend watching. Uh, uh there's all a, of them. There's yeah. there's a guy like uh, Metal Jesus Rocks. Obviously, he's uh a big metalhead. Yeah. He's a big metalhead and he uh, he lets it be known. Yes. You know. Um, there's another guy that, that's called Scott Scott Squatch. I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah. He's located in Florida. Okay. And um, his name is Scott Squatch but he used to be a roadie for corn. No shit. Yeah. He used to be a roadie for corn and <laughs> uh, this guy like Squash and corn, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Do-do-ts>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cor- that's cheesy. That's cheesy. That's corny. <laughs> we'll we'll edit that. <laughs> yeah, out. <laughs> no, that's, it's staying. <laughs> Laugh at my stupidity. You know? uh, he used to be a roadie for corn, yeah. and um, I guess uh, he he does a, a YouTube videos now, and he has like a shop out in Florida, and he posts his videos up of him like finding stuff, and he finds like a ton of great stuff. So it's uh, it. like. Uh, do you ever watch LGR? LGR. Uh, that dude, Cliff, I think his name's Cliff. Hmm. Nerdy guy, white, lives like in North South Carolina. And uh, he does, uh, he'll go to like Goodwills and yeah. thrift stores. Yeah. And he tries to, he's like, look, this is what I found. And he like he lo- he loves old computers. Mm-hmm. He loves old tech. And then he like, he'll like rebuild old Apple computers old ass computers from the 80s 90s and then he'll like run games from that time oh nice so you can see them how it would have been looked you know how yeah. it would and so he does that and then he does he has a little like one where it's a, a channel where he cooks but that's like not as huge yeah and then the the LGR fi- uh, uh, Tech Tales I think is one of them the stories where 
what happened to this company or what happened to this product or he explains the story behind it you know yeah um but his is a great uh series also yeah the the lgr i forgot what it's called lame game reviews i think lame game reviews i think Uh, that's what it stands for i don't remember i've never seen it though but yeah he's a cool dude he's uh you'll know him he's fucking geeky looking kind of dorky with his big glasses and his like hair to the side yeah yeah he's like one of those guys who are really thin but kind of chunky at the same time like he has a chunky face but he's thin okay yeah so you'll you'll recognize him right away i'll show you i'll show amazing and because he makes you appreciate old old obsolete tech yeah that it's like it still has its place yeah and i I love that that he's so passionate about it yeah that uh like he'll he'll make you want to go shopping like thrift store shopping yeah i love doing that yeah as it is i like doing that thrifting especially like you find a ton of cool stuff it's it's fine band t-shirts like dude old school band t-shirts man i've come across some some good stuff i've had a few yeah yeah uh, but it's crazy, like, now that we're on this topic. Sure. Uh, it's crazy, like, how many um, dudes that are into metal and music are doing, like, YouTube channels that are about video games. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe they go hand in hand. I, I, I don't would, know. I would say that maybe there's a connection. Yeah, because uh, uh, Metal Jesus and then that dude scott squash and i mentioned there's right. another guy called alpha omega sin uh sounds familiar i don't think he does videos anymore i think yeah. he kind of like put his stuff on the back burner oh, okay um i know angry video game nerd is big on like metallica and van halen and stuff like okay, that okay so he listens to some yeah um for example like alpha omega sin i went to a convention out in uh, arlington um uh, oh, that's badass i want to go to one uh, back in uh you want to say 2017 yeah 2017 and uh it was a video game convention and uh you know i'm into video games and i get video games so i walked around and uh i ran into alpha omega sin and he's like dude sick hat yeah and i was wearing a municipal waist hat oh fuck yeah yeah and he's just like dude i love your hat man and i was just like dude thanks and stuff like that and he was wearing like a children of bottom oh fuck yeah yeah yeah. like it's cool like it's cool seeing that you know it's like dude you're like into metal and all this music and yeah. we like video games and they just seem like down to earth guys <laughs> that's, not, that's always the thing that gets me dude. it's like I know we could be friends <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I swear I know we, I know we, I mean I know I could be friends with Metal Jesus because mm. he's like all to Opeth he loves like, Porcupine Tree yeah he loves Steve Wilson he loves all a lot of the weird prog shit that I like yeah and metal and it's like dude we play games you should be my homie. Like I should be <laughs> yeah. visiting you like a couple times a year, a few times a year to hang out and drink some beers, you know, like, but <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, you identify so much with them yeah. because it's like almost the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I feel yeah, that, man. And that's cool. But yeah, I mean, for any of you guys who've not heard of those, uh, YouTube channels, I think, I think probably metal Jesus rocks is the biggest, uh, one of the biggest channels out there on YouTube. Um, when it comes to like video game stuff yeah uh definitely metal jesus is up there like um he he'll show like if someone's like getting into like this sort of stuff he'll uh he'll put a good uh review on things and if you want to get into all like video games and stuff uh angry video game nerd he has his like his videos he doesn't do like uh um reviews 
Yeah. Uh, his whole his whole thing is, I. I play shitty games. Yeah. And I'm good, and it's this character that he plays. Yes. Yeah. And he also has like his uh, other deal on that channel. It's called Cinemassacre. Yes. He reviews horror movies. Uh, he reviews. Uh, well, uh, he has like a let's play type thing, and they'll, he'll sit down and play uh, a certain game, stuff like that. Uh, it's yeah. crazy because if you watch his videos, he he has in his uh, in his house, obviously his game room, but he built a. Uh, like a, he has a ton of VHS tapes, right? Yeah. So he built like a VHS rental store. Oh, that's awesome! Like an old school blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck it's yeah, cool. dude. Like it's cool. Like, yeah. but that dude's like already over a million subscribers. So he's probably one of the top guys. He's probably one of the bigger ones. Yeah, there, yeah, for sure. Um, which is cool. But if anyone wants to like get into any, this, like video game stuff, yeah. like definitely Metal Gear. Yeah, all stuff. of all of them actually, I think are great. Like. Uh, What's his name? Reggie. Yeah. Radical Reggie. Yeah. His is great. Uh, John Hancock. John Hancock. Yeah. He does his reviews. Yeah. And, um, he seems like he's kind of like an a-hole, but only because he ain't got time for shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, he seems like he's like, if you don't know your shit, don't talk to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. come talk to, you know what I mean? Like, be prepared. Like, yeah, like you know what I mean. Be prepared to talk to me about real, something, and we'll talk, talk. Yeah, about. real shit, not like, oh, Sonic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like real shit. Don't fucking talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel that. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think he's he's fucking badass in that. Like his collection, and just his his passion for the games. Yeah, of uh, course. So, like it's like over the top, man. It's awesome. Uh, so yeah, those guys are all great. You know, to check out. Um, I know I interrupted you. You're in the middle of talking. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was talking about the Ninja Gaiden games. Yes. Um, definitely one through one, two, and three. Uh, definitely great games. Part one though is super hard. Yes. Super hard. Like if people say that games are hard, like no, play NES hard. Uh, Ninja Gaiden. Right, because uh, part one is is so difficult. Like yeah. you need to be on top of your game on that yeah. one. Yeah, that that one is the one of the more frustrating in terms of when you're jumping mm-hmm. in constant. Like there's something that comes and gets you. Yeah, when you're jumping over, you know, to the next part, wall, platform, yeah. or something. Something either pops up or it's flying, or yep. something, and it's that's what makes it incredibly uh, frustrating. Yeah, that's you know? super frustrating. Yeah. Frustrating game. Yeah. It's a it's a great game though. It's a great game. Um, it's rewarding, man. I think. Yeah. Uh, part two, uh, another great game. They kind of like obviously improved from the first one, where they improved like the the jumping. Yeah. Where, in part one, you jump and you cling on to a wall. Yes. You can't, you can't wall climb, so you basically oh, have right. to do the, the jump back, <laughs> jump back and forth. Yeah. 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 That. And then part two, they corrected that. They put you can climb up, and they added uh, an extended sword, mm, so okay. that you can like kill enemies from like f- further away. Actually, like yeah, now they say that I, it's true. I'm like remembering, yeah. You're yeah, right. and then uh, part three was pretty much um, similar to what part two did. Yeah. They just 
kept that going and they added like little features here and there that to kind of improve the gameplay right which is uh made it a little bit easier so but still games are super fun though like definitely someone needs to they're gonna get nes ninja Gaiden games i i think it's a another staple i don't know why but i feel like we're hitting on a lot of staples that i like these are like if you're gonna collect these are the games to get right yeah and a lot of the ones that we're gonna be talking about um did you ever play any of the uh uh, is it PS2 or Xbox ones? Uh, Yo, uh, I I never did, but I heard that the Xbox ones are like some of the hardest yes. games. I've never, I've only played, I think the first one. Yeah. One of the first ones. And I think some fans were complaining. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, this game is way too hard. Yeah. So I think, I don't know if they re-released it or the, the next one, they kind of oh, like. The remastered. Yeah. yeah, they made it uh, easier. But they brought down the difficulty. I I don't know 100% if they did that. Just because I, I just said, fuck that, I don't want to play that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, once it once it was that level, it was so frustrating. Uh, it, I think they might have been copying the Devil May Cry uh, formula. Yeah. But in their own way, you know? And I know this dude was just, like, over the fucking top, man. So I, did, I just decided to... I tried it, and that was it, man. I just completely skipped yeah. it. Skip that the that era of Ninja Gaiden, yeah. and then, uh, but that's cool. I mean, that's at least. I know there's some people that are like, "Oh, you guys suck," you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. ah, so be it. Then I don't care. Yeah, I'm all the way. Plus, whatever to tell you, I, I fucking tried it. That was it, and I'm not gonna fucking. Yeah, I never touched those games. So, <laughs> well, mainly because I didn't. Uh, I think initially got released for the Xbox first. I think so. And yeah. then they released them later for like the PS3. Yes, and um, at that point, I was like, I just wasn't interested anymore. I just wasn't interested. Yeah, I think that's what happened, dude. I think that's yeah. what happened. I mean, not only that, those controllers were very fragile. <laughs> so, I'm telling you, NES controllers were built like a fucking tank. Yeah, I have a story about that with the Genesis stuff. But... Okay, okay. <laughs> so we're gonna do just to kind of reiterate again. We're going to do NES, then we're going to go Super NES, and then we're going to go Sega. Sega Genesis. So my next one, and it's kind of like what you talked about earlier, which was Mega Man. But I'm going to talk about the Mega Man series yeah. in total. So maybe we could expand on, on the Mega Man series overall. Uh, so, yeah. So that being said is, like, I love the... the I played the first one when... Uh, I remember I, I, I talked to you about this the other day. It was like this dude came to my... Uh, I think my brother and I were like washing a car outside or some shit like that yeah. outside my house. Uh, I lived, uh, if you guys are from El Paso, I lived in the Isleta area. And um, this dude just comes up to us, this, little, this rocker, this old, this like teenager. I was a little kid, probably like, uh, probably like eight or nine at that time. Yeah. And this dude comes by, this rocker, long hair, kind of like you with a hat backwards and shit, comes in. Um, and he's like, hey, man, do you guys want to trade some games and shit? And I'm like, looking at my brother, like, what do you mean? I was asking him, like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, man, if you guys some, have some cool games to trade, I have Mega Man. And then I'll come back when I finish it, you know, the game that you want to play, whatever games you have, and we'll just keep trading. Yeah. So it's kind of like the tape traders back in the day, but it was mm-hmm. like video games, just traded games. 
uh, not necessarily to keep, but just to play. So we're like, all right, cool, man. So that's how I, we acquired or we started with Mega Man, and I had never seen it. The fucking cover art was so fucking stupid. It was cheesy. It was so dumb. It didn't even <laughs> look like Mega Man. It looks like a, a Tron, like weird, a generic Tron yeah. looking fucking character, right? And, and so, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, right. <laughs> And on the cover, he's holding a, a gun. He's holding yeah. a gun. It's just like, okay. Yes, okay. It's so like, stupid. Uh, I remember I remember specifically the gun too like fuck it's weird man but yeah man when you play the game it's game over dude it's fucking amazing uh, I loved playing you know like the music to me was the, the one of the biggest things that stood out was the music I remember I downloaded it I was like I uh, what is it called uh, uh, I pirated <laughs> yeah you know, yeah I, I, it was, <laughs> it was like the, it was the, it was actually the rock band. So it was, it was the Japanese ones, uh, soundtracks, right? Okay, yeah. So it was like, I would just play them, and I was like, fuck, I remember this being so badass. Yeah. And yeah, they are, dude. They're, they have this sense of melody that is like related to metal, mm-hmm. in a weird and odd way. And so that's why it's one of the biggest reasons why I think that the Mega Man series is. Uh, one of the best series for yeah, yeah. franchises of all time, I think. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, and I know for a long time, maybe for like the last, what, maybe like past five, maybe ten years, it's been non-existent or maybe not talked about as much. Yeah. Um, the way the Mega Man series goes, it's like, I, I really enjoyed the any Well, I enjoyed I want to see up to maybe part four. After that... I kind of like lost interest in some of the Mega Man games. They started adding like a bunch of different stuff that I just wasn't really with it. And then uh, they did the Mega Man X. They did the Mega Man X games. And um, for some reason, I just never, I just never connected with those games. I didn't either. Um, You're not the only one, man. Yeah, I didn't like them. Yeah, like Mega Man, Mega Man X two and three, Mega Man X two and X three. Um, I, I didn't vibe with them so I was yeah. just like I had no interest and after that like I just I just stopped the Mega Man games and then uh, in, on the PlayStation 2 they released the Mega Man collection yeah I yeah. loved it which was cool which was cool because yeah. they uh, uh, they had all the Mega Man pretty much all the Mega Man games the old school ones yeah. in there mm-hmm. and uh, I replayed them and it was cool they made it a little bit easier for you though mm. because you can uh click a button and it would shoot the the blaster like three times in a row oh shit instead of you having to like you yourself be blasting the button like yeah yeah right after the other Man, i remember that i had it too I yeah remember that. yeah and uh they made it a little bit easier yeah um and then there was a like later i just kind of like lost interest there was a, a new Me- mega man game i think it was mega man 10 yeah um they got released like what was it like two years ago maybe Last year, I think. Yeah, last year, and, and it hit big. Yeah, uh, well, on the Switch, right? Was it just? No, I think it's on play, uh, PlayStation. It's on everything. Yeah, because it I... hit. It was a massive hit. I know it brought back the old school vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but I just at that point I was just like I'm not yeah. down for Mega Man games. I see it uh, on sale once in a while. Yeah, and I do want to buy it because it, it it's a throwback. Yeah, game. 
So, and it looks awesome. It looks great. I mean, it looks so fucking mwah, crisp. Yeah, I love it, man. So I want to I want to play it because it looks so great. Um, yeah, I think um, when when it came to the Mega Man X series, the the, the X series for me was a no go. Um, yeah. They look cool, but they I think it was just the addition of so much crap that it just it it to me it took away from the original concept from the yeah the, just the, the normal Mega Man series. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. I feel that I, yeah. I didn't vibe with those at all. Yeah. Um, I think after part four, I kind of really stopped. I, I, I started losing interest in it. It started getting a little crazy, you know. Yeah. Five and six, I think, were a little. Yeah, we're a little like, out Whoa, there. dude. Okay, the, the, you know, whatever man, and they just started making all these dudes. And it's like, yeah, oh, it was dude. weird. <laughs> but I, I mean, I like the progression that they did. Like, obviously, like how we mentioned earlier, part one was a great game. Yeah. But if you look at it visually and the music is, like. It's like the odd one out from the other games. So once part yeah. two came out, it was like, "This is it." This yeah, is they me. they they found what they they were found what they were them. looking yeah, for. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, "This is it." So just moving forward, they were just like adding things. <laughs> and it's so funny you say that because even the cover art, from the cover art, it's also the odd man out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it was ever since then the two and whatever. It was like the cartoony Mega Man looking thing. Yeah. It was really cool. Like, yeah. yeah. And like we mentioned this a little while ago, he's holding a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mega Man in the game, like he's, he it's, like shoots out, out of a blaster, like that's connected yeah. to his arm. You know? Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah. It's weird. That's another fuck up. Like, what were they thinking? About? <laughs> yeah. They didn't think that one through at no. all. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's Mega Man series. For sure. Um, I guess we'll go on to mine. Yep. Definitely one of these. This game for sure is Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Absolutely. I still play it to this day. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Easy. Yeah. I played it. Mike Tyson sucks in that game because he just whoops on you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's one of those games too where I just completed it like last year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as a kid, yeah. you know, you, oh, dude. you go through it. You yeah. go through it. Um, that shit was rough, man. All the characters starting off from Glass Joe mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Great Tiger, yeah. and Soda Popinski. Oh, that motherfucker hated him. Yeah. The uh, fucking laugh. And, and it's weird because I think initially his name was going to be Varka. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like, something like, so, like alcohol related. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, nah, that's not. Can't, have that. can't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. so they call him Soda Popinski. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Bald Bull. And yeah. The, like the ton of characters. Uh, King yeah. Hippo. Fuck yeah, dude with the yeah. shorts. Uh, uh, super easy to beat. Yeah. Super easy. The easiest to beat. one. Well, Don Flamenco, whatever his name is. Don Flamenco, the, the first one. The second Don Flamenco, yeah. and you find him second time. Sometimes he gets annoying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like all the dudes on there, like uh, uh, the Sandman, and then uh, damn, man, the Sandman, dude, Super Macho is a Super Macho, Super man? Macho man, dude. dude. I that motherfucker, yeah, he was dude. A motherfucker. Like to this day, like I, I have to get Super Macho Man. If I don't get past Super Macho Man, I turn the game off. Yeah, I turn it off. Yeah, because I need to have my timing down. When yeah, and the thing is, is that whenever I play Mike Tyson's Punch Out, I have to like turn everything down. Like, if uh, the TV's on or if there's music playing, I'm like, no, no, because I have to listen because they have, like, little... Yeah, cues. 
cues when you know they're gonna throw like their power punches yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, once you get to Mike Tyson, um, as a kid, if you ever got to Mike Tyson, you don't know, <laughs> but he'll beat you yeah. with that one punch he lands. Yeah. You can't get up from that. You no. can't get up from it. It is no. super frustrating as yeah. a kid. Yeah. Uh, and then later, later one on, kill. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. But then later, um, like I said, I completed it last year and it was super great. Is you learn like the timing of things and you know when he, he flashes when he's about to throw a punch. Yeah. So if you could get through that first minute and 30 seconds yeah. without him hitting you, after that, his uh it's not a one punch knockout anymore mm. it's not a one punch I knockout. Know that. yeah it's a minute and 30 seconds after that if he hits you within those first minute and 30 seconds you're, of done, round one, yeah. you're done you can't get up but after that if you learn down his pattern you're good to go so it's probably just avoiding punches the whole time the beginning yeah, yeah. at the beginning just avoid yeah. the punches and just yeah. get the timing down so it goes without saying that owning a Mike Tyson's Mike Tyson's punch out is probably more valuable than just a punch out. Well, no. Uh, Mike Tyson's punch out is it's a pretty it's a it's a game that's available to everyone. Really? It's a 25- They're harder for me if I have not seen them like in person. I've only yeah. seen the other because you know he got what did what did he have a like a sexual assault or something charge yeah and so they took off his name they dropped and then it, it was Mr. Dream yeah so when they when they did that those it was just called Punch Out I think yeah it was just called Punch Out it was just called Punch Out I've seen those more I have not seen a Mike Tyson's Punch Out okay uh, I have in person yeah so uh, they're for me I feel like they're harder to find. Um, yeah, well, maybe I mean, maybe of the time, the amount of distribution at that time before he committed, whatever he committed, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but now, I mean, I don't have anything to say bad anything bad against him because he's redeemed himself and he's he's doing good now, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But anyways, um, I'm pretty sure it's probably cost more. I mean, let's let me let me let's look let's look it up. I I'm um, gonna say it's gonna run you about twenty five dollars. For a Mike Tyson's punch up. Okay. Let's look it up. Let's place our bets. I'm going to say 30. 30? 35. Okay. I know it's eBay, so the prices are going to vary. Yeah, it'll fluctuate. Oh, big time. So if you just have the cartridge by itself, it's $20. Okay. $20.51. If you have the whole boxed, everything boxed up, it runs uh, between one twenty nine and one hundred ninety nine. Dang! Uh, if you just have the box, remember the sleeve. Oh yeah, yeah. If you have those, it's about twenty nine. Yeah, about twenty nine. Yeah, just depends. Some are twenty nine, some are twenty. So it really, actually, we're both right. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see if we can find just punch out. The rate just the, punch out after that. Pay for the NES. Uh, like five bucks. I wait. I don't know. Uh, twenty four twelve. Sealed, brand fucking new. Classic series. This asshole is selling it 
for twenty one hundred dollars. Get out of here, man! What a fucking douchebag! <laughs> fucking asshole, man! I'm his way. Anyways, I guess I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I guess it don't matter. So we talked about Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. So I want to skip that one. So I'm gonna go to Jaromite. Jaromite. That's a surprising one. All right. Probably one of the fucking coolest games ever made. Now I didn't play it with a robot. I played it a lot of times with like my sister. Jaromite to me was one of the best games ever made, just because of the fucking gimmick. You controlled the scientist with player one. Mm-hmm. Player two controlled the pipes that would go up and down. Yeah. Right? Depending on the color. A or B. It was like red and blue, I think. Something like that. But you had little fucking creatures. They're like little crocodile looking fucking things or whatever. Yeah. You had different things. You had, a, you had, you had to like basically find a way to exit the level. And it was like a puzzle. To figure out how to get the fuck out of there and not get eaten. But you couldn't do it by yourself. You needed two people to fucking play that game. Yeah. Oh, well, well, you uh, absolutely, you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. I mean, unless you're pressing left and right on one hand and using the other hand for mm-hmm. A and B, that's just going to be hard. Anyways, uh, and it was amazing, dude, that it was just like, okay, I'm going this way. And okay, I'm going to close the pipe for you or I'm going to kill... I'm going to try to kill that fucking, you know, the little creature. And I love the sounds like, like the <laughs> brink, like the little sounds that it will make. Yeah, yeah. We're fucking badass, dude. And I know, I know, I know we had the fucking robot and everything. And I never, we never, I never used it for, for gyromite. But it was one of the fucking coolest games. I think it probably been one of the, I don't know if it was, it wasn't a launch title, but it was a early, it was an early yeah, game for, early for game. the Nintendo. Um, and so that one, I, I, if, if you're like, Playing two players is great because it's got fucking hard ass levels, dude. Yeah. And like, I think even if you fall from a high distance, I think that'll fucking kill you too. Yeah. Uh, but it's just it's just a really fun game, and the problem solving and the puzzle solving gets intense as you keep going. Yeah. So that's why it's fucking badass and just like uh, teamwork, man. That's like the epitome of the teamwork right there. You know, working together. So. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you ever play or do you remember? I that? I. I played it but not a whole lot not a whole lot i know uh, it was specific to rob the robot and the thing about rob the robot is that you have to put like certain deals like in his little hand clamps uh-huh. or whatever yeah, yeah and then with that he'd be able to like open stuff up for you i i never tried it with rob the robot though right uh, we neither we, we had it but we never even used it you know? yeah yeah i don't i don't know how well it worked with him you know yeah he just but, became uh, a thing on the shelf yeah, like <laughs> you can look at it and look cool and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but that's a game I never, I never really got into. It. I didn't get into it. That's why I'm saying like that's surprising because it's I don't really hear anyone talk about it. Yeah, it's such a weird, such a weird game and a weird title. And uh, I guess I would consider that a hidden gem. You know? Yeah. I yeah, guess definitely. I would consider it that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Actually, so. you know what? Hold on. I gotta pee again, dude. I think I opened the fucking floodgates, <laughs> man. Man, broke the seal. I know. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> and I think you were next, so go for it. Yeah. All right. So another game I want to talk about is uh, Friday the 13th. I know uh, that one's kind of an oddball in this list type thing. 
Um, but it's a game that I, I played a lot. Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. But it was also one of those games that, like, I went to, like, the video rental store and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yo, it's Friday the 13th. <laughs> you know, so that's, I rented it. But as a kid, I didn't, I didn't really know how to play it. Because there's a strategy on how to play this Yeah, game. there's a way to play it. I, I didn't know either, and I, I sucked. There, yeah, there's a strategy on how to play it. Um, apparently, and I learned this, like, years later, is you have to, there's certain times of the day when you fight Jason or when he appears, there's certain times of the day when you have to pick up mm. certain items and visit certain areas and an item will pop up or... Um, you unlock stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, different times of the day. And you need to learn how to manage your um, your players. Because right. I think you get like four players. Yeah, I think so. Like two girls and two guys. But for example, one guy is really slow but he could jump really high. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, well, another girl, she's she's fast. She can't jump as high, but she can throw rocks further. Okay. Or uh, your weapon further. Yeah. Uh, another guy can't do that. You know, stuff like that. So you need to learn how to manage them and pick your better players. Because if they die, then you lose them the entire it's game. It's permadeath. Yeah. You lose them. <laughs> you lose them. Yeah. But uh, that, was a, that was a good game. Uh, playing as a kid, even though I didn't really understand it as well. Yeah. But later on in the years, I was like, "Yo, dude! Like now that I know how to play it, it's yeah. actually a really good game. It's a really yeah. good game. It's yeah. not. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Not bad at all. And especially when you complete it, you're like, kill Jason. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! You know there was a. Uh, uh, um, I was just thinking about it. Like, I know that there's like a ton of games out there that are staples, right? So, those staples, obviously, are like Mario, Super Mario, uh, your Contra, Duck yeah. Hunt, um, e- you know, even The Legend of Zelda. Uh, those are all, and I think even Blaster Master, I think, are very common. Blaster Master. Yeah, I think those, a lot of those are common. Bayana Commando is a very common. Those are, I think, I feel like those are common games. Uh, Strider, I think, is another very common game uh, from the arcade. Yeah, all the way to uh, even came out in uh, the Sega, I think too. But one of the coolest games that for me was Life Force. Uh, Life Force was a really weird shoot 'em up, kind of yeah. like Gradius. Gradius, uh, but it was weird because it was like it felt like it was like inside a human, like it was inside a person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And you got you got uh, the more they were called options, <clears throat> or you can get different weapons lasers or you know the options where they shoot the same thing you shoot you can get two or three of them yeah so you can shoot like three or four lasers at the same time oh, okay okay I get or you get a shield you know what i mean it's kind of like the same thing as gradius but life force was awesome the music was crazy the monsters were fucking weird yeah yeah that's like a it's a side scroller though right yeah it's a like, side scrolling shoot them up yeah okay yeah, i, I love that. i love those you know yeah, I, I really like shoot 'em ups too, but uh yeah. shmups is shmups. That's how they call it. Yeah, like yeah. Your douche. The shmups. <laughs> 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 no, nah, Life Force is a good game. Like I, I dig it. It's a Konami game, right? Uh-huh. Is it Konami? Yeah. yeah. Definitely a great game. Uh inexpensive too, you can just find it. And... Yeah, I believe the Japanese version was called Salamander. Really? Yeah. It's a slightly different but same thing. Okay. All right. But cool. the, the, what a 
name change, right? Salamander, yeah, yeah. Life Force, Salamander. You know. Yeah, fucking, that, fucking that, weird. That's super weird. I, <laughs> I wonder why they call it Salamander. I don't know, but it's, it's kind of like the same too, like the the serpent. It's like a it's like a snake with like a fire. Yeah. Over it, it's it's almost the same thing. Yeah. Nice. All right, I guess uh, my next game, and this is a this is a fun game, and it's fairly easy, but it's a uh, Tiny Toons. Oh yeah, yeah. Tiny yeah, Toon yeah. Adventures. Fuck yeah, I remember that. Uh, that one, that one was a really fun game for the NES, and it's yeah. a game that I really remember yeah. playing as a kid. Um, you get to play as uh, either Buster Bunny or uh, Plucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's well you could play as like Dizzy Devil yeah and they all have like their little different techniques and stuff S- you said Buster right yeah yeah uh, is it Babs is the other one yeah Babs is yeah. another one but yeah. you can't play as her though oh yeah yeah I think the only playable ones are uh, um, I want to say it's Buster Bunny Dizzy Devil Plucky and uh, the cat there's a there's a cat on there I forget his name Oh shit! I forgot. Yeah, it's a it's a cat, and yeah. he's always scared and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah. I Holy his shit! Name. I don't remember. I forget his name, but he could like climb on things, and then Dizzy Devil he spins and he does his little spinneroonie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he could like knock enemies out and stuff. Yeah. Plucky does his little um, gliding because he could like flap his like he tries to flap yeah. his wings, yeah, and then yeah. Buster obviously just runs super fast. Yeah. Um, but that's a really fun game. It's short. It's not long. If you play it, you can maybe complete it in an hour. Uh, super fun game. But that's one that someone wants to play a, a game, Tiny Toons. Yeah. It's it's always overlooked. But it's, I guess yeah, you consider that a hidden gem. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think it's a hidden gem. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we have tons of games that we can talk about for the, for the Nintendo, for the NES. Yeah. Uh, so we could always do... Part two or even three, if whatever, because there's so many fucking games for it. I think one of my favorites, though. So, in terms of a uh, Legend of Zelda clone slash RPG, Star Tropics, that's a good one. Uh, one and two. If you're looking for a badass, just uh, just an adventure game, I would say the original Metal Gear. Oh yeah, yeah. The music, everything was incredible. The when you get in trouble, when you know, just the just like everything, you know, like having to get rations, having to get different cards, oh, yeah, for to enter different doors. The boss, the bosses, uh, the song, the when he, whenever they show up, yeah, yeah, because I was like, oh, shit, like I'm scared, <laughs> I got all, I would get all scared and stressed out because I'm like, that song is like stressing you out, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Um, so, so Metal Gear is definitely one of those games for me that's like. A must play, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna finish up with my last game for the Nintendo. And of course, we could do other. We're gonna we're gonna probably follow up on this in a future episode for for the other games. You know, for other games that we didn't even talk about. Yeah. But my last game would be Ghost and Goblins, dude. Ghost and Goblins, man. Fucking Ghost and Goblins, easily one of the best games ever fucking made. The original Rage Quit game, I think, <laughs> yeah. uh, was rated one of the hardest games of all time. Yeah. Uh, and just the idea of, like, you're beat it, you're, you know, you're, like, fucking sucking ass. You play it over and over and over and over and over until you beat it. And then guess what way? You got to play it again. You got to play it again. You got to fucking again. play it again because that's, ori- that's not the ending. And it's, you're like, fuck. And then you have to do it all over again. Yeah. 
but the difficulty was like fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of my favorite games growing up, the the cover art was amazing. The the map, I love how and it shows you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. just the music that's just fucking classic yeah, dude. Like, dude you could you could sing that shit in the shower like just, you know <laughs> what I mean so yeah, yeah Ghosts and Goblins man Ghosts and Goblins is definitely a great game uh, if you want to go Halloween themed that could definitely be oh, a game that you would play in Halloween yeah 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 yeah, yeah but play it sober uh, Ghosts and Goblins <laughs> man that game it's hard man sometimes you're, the jumping mechanisms you just can't make the jump and Again, I, I, it's the same thing where they're jumping at you. Yeah, yeah. While you're jumping, yeah, you have shit flying at you. I hate that, especially like those birds when you're like jumping down and yeah, that's that's the worst. Yeah, but definitely a good game though. Yeah, so I kind of want to segue that to our Super NES. Uh, so I think the Super NES version is the definitive version. So Super Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah, uh, I think that was to me the the definitive. Like the, that's the game that I think you should play. If you're gonna want to play the NES version, it's cool, but I think the Super NES one is badass, especially when Arthur, when you upgrade his armor and it's like gold, and yeah. you know what I mean. The weapons are all badass and shit like that. Yeah, so it's great. Super Ghouls and Ghosts is yeah. uh, is a different. The NES version is called Ghosts and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins, and then uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I, I said it incorrectly. My bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, that one, I like. I like the way the Super Nintendo one is. Um, where you upgrade the weapons. Yeah. And but some of those weapons are super horrible. Dude, look, the, the fucking torch. The torch is the worst thing. Yeah. It's the yeah. worst thing. I like the dagger. Uh there's which is the one that goes at a diagonal and straight. It's like it's like a crossbow. Yeah, it's it like, shoots straight yeah. and a diagonal, right? Yeah. yeah. That one's really cool when you uh, upgrade it. Yeah, okay. It's really cool when you upgrade it because it has like homing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so if that's you right. shoot it, it follows yeah. the enemy until it, yeah, it kills yeah. them. So if they're like off screen, you could just spam it, yeah, yeah. and it just like goes directly to the yeah, enemy. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah, so I I dig that. Yeah, uh, definitely, it's a good game. I yeah. I I don't like to playing it two times though. No, because uh, that one is also a really hard game. It's probably the hardest one. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah. a really hard game, and then you have to go back around and you have to get the special the special weapon. Yeah. You can't complete it unless you don't have the spe- unless you have the special weapon. Yeah. And that's always like, oh, I gotta get this damn weapon. Yeah, it was a fucking pain in the ass, man. It was. It yeah. was a lot more than it needed to be. Um. One What's of the, one of the, what? So. I'm gonna I'm gonna group these because they're RPGs, right? Yeah. So. I think personally, for me. A huevo. Like, these are fucking staples that you need to fucking play if you're going to be playing RPGs on the Super NES. And also, they're some of my favorite. Some of my favorites. Easy. So, Final Fantasy 2 and 3, which, yeah. that's what we that's what we got them as. I'm not fucking going to go with the Japanese versions or whatever. Uh, was it like 5 and 6 or some shit like yeah. that? Final Fantasy 2 and Final fucking Fantasy 3. That's what we got here. And that's what I'm calling them. <laughs> okay. The storyline on both of them are incredible. The characters are incredible. The spells, the leveling up and grinding is just right on both of them. Uh, and there's a lot of cool back and forth type shit going on. Part three is probably the most epic one of. Yeah. Besides seven, 
Part 3 is probably the most epic Final Fantasy. Chrono Trigger. Can't go wrong with Chrono Trigger. Ooh. That's a fucking... That's a monster It's an game. insanely... Yeah, it's a it's like god level in terms of RPGs. Yeah. Like, it's one of the best. And if you... Honestly, if that's all you had on a desert island, I'd be happy because you can play it different, differently. You know, like, yeah. you get different endings and you can do all kinds of shit with it. Super Mario Leg- uh, Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars yes. is holy shit, dude. I find myself fucking laughing all the time. It was beautiful. The graphics, the fucking, just the humor, just everything about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And having to double hit, you know? Oh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. So another- you get a little bit more damage out of yeah, the hit. Yeah. You could just time it right, you know what I mean? And then Bowser's your, like, homie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bowser's your homie. Yeah, like, you, you go, he teams up with you. Yeah, he teams up with you. Like, it's fucking cool. Yeah, man. yeah, no, it's you have, a good game. You have all this cool shit going on with that one. Uh, so, yeah, that's those are, like, my grouped uh, RPGs. Go for, I don't know if you have any. I, I, I actually don't have any RPGs. Okay. Oh, no, no, I, any other games for the Super Oh, yeah, 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 my bad. Um... Definitely one is uh, Sunset Riders. Fuck, dude. Man, we got to play. Yeah. We, we got to get it. We just fucking play, dude. It's yeah, amazing, yeah. dude. It, it's, it's a great port from the uh, yeah. from the arcade. Yes. Uh, because the arcade one, um, obviously, is the superior one. Right, right, right. But yeah, but it's, it's a great port onto the uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah. And uh, it's completely different than the, than the Genesis version. Yeah. Uh, so if you're gonna play any one of them, I suggest playing the the Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super one. NES version. I love the the sounds, the the bosses. Yeah, yeah. Like the shit that they say, uh, the guns. The each person has a different gun. Uh, it's so it's kind of like a side scrolling. I don't know. It reminded me of like Metal Slug, but in early days of in the western yeah you know, western, the western time, style western days yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. uh it gets a little difficult though it gets a little difficult yeah. getting towards like the later levels yeah um oh yeah but it's good i mean you could just <clears throat> keep playing that man that game's fucking classic and that's one of those games where you have like they force you to play it on hard mm. mm-hmm. because if you don't play it on hard then you get uh you don't get the full ending you don't get the full that's, ending yeah which I mean, it doesn't. Change I never played on hard. <laughs> that, it was hard, hard enough. Yeah, as it is, it was kind of hard. But after playing like games like that, like Sunset Riders, moving forward, I just always play my games on hard, yeah. because of the fact. Unless uh, you know, it's just one of those games where like, yeah, I just want to like pass it. But yeah. you know, I always play my games on hard to avoid that. To avoid like, oh, I didn't get the full. Oh, movie. I see. Yeah. Just to already get it over with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get Yeah, you. so Sunset okay. Riders, it forces you. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it forces you to play it on hard. Yeah. Uh, and it's always super fun when you're playing with, like, yeah, a yeah. friend. Like, yeah, both yeah. of you are on there just playing, like, shootouts with right. everyone and stuff like that. The little mini games in between where both of you have to shoot, like, the guys that pop up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's always really cool. It's a fun yeah. game. Definitely a good game to have. I agree. That's a staple, man, to me. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to kind of combine a little bit more because I think these games are one and the same and platformers kind of going across. Yeah. So Super Mario All-Stars, <clears throat> Donkey Kong Country series. Okay. Super Mario World was mm-hmm. one of the ones I still play to this yeah, day because of the, on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the other one? Let me see. I had another one. 
yeah, those it was those. So to me, those are all amazing games because they're side-scrolling platformers. They're fucking hard as shit. They're difficult, but they're so rewarding still at the same time. Yeah. And I mean, you fucking got Super Mario World as a when you buy your Super NES. You know yeah. what I mean? And at this point, you know what? You can't afford to break controllers because they made it f- kind of flimsier. Mm-hmm. The Super NES controller was not as tough. Uh, but yeah, the Donkey Kong was fucking badass because I thought the graphics were great. It looked totally different, right? And uh, was it Rare? I think it was Rare. Uh, oh, yeah. The Rare games. Made it, yeah. And then, um, you know, the just it was fucking like that one was a no mames. That was, game was hard, dude, man. The Donkey Kong series? It was it was a good game. It definitely yeah. had great music on there. Yeah. Oh, the, hell yeah. The dude. water levels, dude. Yeah, dude, when you had to swim and yeah, shit. Yeah, the water that levels. That shit was fucking hard, dude. I, I didn't like the water levels yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, who likes water levels? No anyway? shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I forgot to include Contra 3, the Alien Wars. Yeah. Just kind of because it's kind of like a platformer going across. Yeah. Uh, that's another classic to me. Uh, that's another and, game. And, and really, a lot of the games that we're mentioning are all fucking... Games that I think are staples, man, that a lot of people played, and they're classics yeah. in their own right, you know? And um, Contra 3 was also one of those, you have to play it on hard, because mm-hmm. you don't get the full ending. Yeah. You don't get the full ending. Um, I think my, personally, I want to end with the Super NES. I don't know if you want to go next really quick after this, but uh, Super Metroid, dude. Yeah, You can't not have a Super Nintendo you need to have fucking Super Metroid. Yep. Uh, there's there's no way of, other way around it. You need to fucking have it. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a must-have. I feel like there's, like, a, a group of games that you need to have. Like, if you're going to get a certain games, you have to have these. And it's definitely Contra 3, yeah. The Alien Wars, obviously the Super Mario games, Donkey Kong games, um, Castlevania 4. Yeah. Also, right. a really good one to have. Um, like, yeah, like that you should have if, you, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna buy this as the Super Nintendo. Yes, and Killer Instinct. Fuck yeah, Killer Instinct uh, is is easily one of the best fighters on there. Yeah, and it was, uh, I mean it was exclusive to the Super yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. So if you're gonna have any game on there, you yeah. might as well have Killer Did Instinct. You play uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat on there. Was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate Mortal. Uh, well, Mortal Kombat series in general. Mortal Kombat series in general. Yeah. I I enjoyed it a little bit more on the Genesis. Yeah. It was bad blood. <laughs> yeah, but the thing about Ultimate Mortal Kombat is that um, if you had it on the Genesis, if you didn't have the six button controller, oh yeah, it was difficult to play on the three buttons. Yeah. And the Super Nintendo obviously had. Everything. Yeah, it had it there yeah. for you, so it's always cool playing it on. Who was your go-to? My go-to on Ultimate Mortal Kombat, uh, definitely. Uh, I don't know if I'm cheating here, but Noob Saibot. Okay. And um, what's his name? Um, Cabal. Yeah. Cabal's always really good. It was Scorpion and Cabal for me. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta play, man. We gotta play. All right, we'll run. See some. if I can. If I can. Uh, I feel like he'll probably whoop my ass, but I think I'm, I I could hold my own. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely run so, some Raiden too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never, I never even, no. I never even bothered using him. Man. But talking about like Super Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, and this is probably like my favorite fighting game, next to obviously your go-to Mortal Kombat and Street Fighters and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
is uh, Fatal Fury. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Fatal Fury uh, was always a, a go-to for me on that. Yeah. And it always came in with uh, like the King of Fighters and later yeah. on in the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just love the King of Fighters games. Yeah, King yeah, of yeah. Fighters and Fatal Fury. And those were um, were the Neo Geo originally. Yeah, I believe so. I believe right? So yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, those were they're expensive. Those are expensive to this day. They're, they're definitely good games, and that's a, one of the fighting games that people overlook all the time. Yeah. But for me, I always really dug them. I yeah. dug them with the... Tank. No, they... they uh, Samurai Showdown. Also. Samurai Showdown, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. all look good, man. They all look fucking good. In the, in, in, yeah, and I liked how in the later years, uh, they combined them, like SNK, like Capcom versus SNK, yeah. or... Uh, stuff like that. Yeah, and that they was just, pretty cool. They combined all the Fatal Fury, all the King of Fighters, yeah. all the Samurai Showdown dudes, and yeah, and stuff like that. And I yeah. always dug that. Yeah, that was really cool. I like that. So, again, there's tons and tons of other classics that we could talk about, um, and you know, we'll we could always do part two of Super Super NES uh, to give it a fair shake at the, the, just the series one yeah yeah because we're kind of we're, what we're doing is kind of going like an overview of some of the games that we like and we played and enjoyed you know because we, we're not going to go in detail because that's going to take too fucking long <laughs> uh, so Sega Genesis probably not as I didn't, probably didn't play it as much as everything else yeah because there were other cool games you know like for you know, obviously, there's like a lot of the Mickey games, Castle of Illusion. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot game. of cool games. There's a lot of cool games. Obviously, the 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 series that were really, uh, I, I want to say the ones I'm gonna go with the ones that for me personally made the biggest impact in my life. Yeah. Right. So I'm just gonna go over those real quick, and then you can yeah. do yours. So the ones that really made an impact for me, first off, Madden '94. So Madden yeah. '94, uh, and we played them. We were playing other Maddens, I think '92, '93. But once I played Madden '94, it was game over, dude. I had just been buying Madden after Madden since then. You know, I've been playing it and playing it and playing yeah. it, and I still have them. And uh, you know, been playing with my friends, franchise, and different fantasy football things, things like that. You know, I saw I haven't bought the new one, but I need to buy the new one. Yeah. The, but I'll probably get it when it's on sale. Um, <clears throat> the Fantasy Star series, great RPGs, turn-based. Uh, I think there's four, one, two, three, four. I think. Uh, so not the Fantasy Star Online. Those are a lot different from yeah. what these. These are old school turn-based RPGs. Yeah. You know, you do your thing. Uh, Road Rash. Road Rash. Dude. Road Rash was. I think probably one of the best games of all time. Yeah, yeah, it's you know? definitely a great game. Yeah, I, I had that on my list too. Yeah, um, great game. I remember playing that yeah. all the time, and yeah. the progression of it was was super cool because yeah. the first one was pretty straightforward. Like mm-hmm. you're uh, you're on a bike and you're you're racing, and then dudes, and then you could kick and punch them. And then yeah, you take, take their, their shit, and you take their they weapon. take their chain or their club or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, part two came around and they started adding more, um, I guess like character, more mm-hmm. personality to the game. Um, I think that one's harder to find too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and actually I, I found that one like in a lot, like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. 
And uh, they added more personality. They added more, like, character mm-hmm. stuff in there. If um, you completed it, you'd have someone like, oh, you can't beat me next time type of thing. And, <laughs> yeah. and you'd have to upgrade your, yeah. your bikes and stuff like that, which is cool. But that, that dude, Biff. <laughs> yeah. He's always a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess if Biff wasn't always a douchebag. I know, from, right? like, Back to the future. Back to the future. He's <laughs> like, well, fly. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love I love the idea, the whole idea of, of racing motorcycles, getting cash, buying a new motorcycle that goes even fucking faster. You're you can steal their weapons, beat the shit out of them, punch them or kick them, yeah, or hit them with their you know hit them with whatever club you have, and then knock them over. The cops are chasing you. Yeah, the cops Dude, chasing you is always yeah. really good. And then fucking cars at the same time. Yeah, like you gotta avoid vehicles and shit. There's oil spills. There's cows. Yeah. They get in the way. When you go off road and then yeah. you just oh, hit a cow. You just I love when you just fly up. Yeah, dude. depending how fast you were going, you'd like yeah. launch yourself. Mm-hmm. The music was great too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Super was, fucking yeah. Sega sixteen bit, you know. Yeah. Um But yeah, the game the, the series in itself is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh personally and I'll tell you, you know, right now my favorite probably is the PS one version. Uh, the just Road Rash PS one yeah. version. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah, uh, they started adding I think like Soundgarden and like oh, you know, yeah, just like, like different you know uh, therapy I think one of yeah. the bands you know um, <clears throat> Shining Force is one of the other my favorite RPGs of all time uh, that one is really strategy based uh, what is it it's strategy turn based but it's like with the squares and the cubes uh, so like one character could only go so far with cubes on the stand on the level yeah 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 right. And so in his, if if he's a knight or something like that, he could only hit in up, down, left, right directions. If he's a if he's a archer, he can shoot far. Yeah. Farther. If he's uh, they're wizards, they can shoot far. Uh, and the storyline's amazing. To me, this is one of the best games of all time because I think Sega tried doing their version of what Legend of Zelda was, which so beyond the Oasis. Beyond the Oasis was their version, I think, their answer to the, A Link to the Past. Uh, uh, the Zelda A Link to the Past, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was like their answer to to that. Yeah. And uh, you had you had to find different... You had a gauntlet, and you had to like find different... I think, almost like Thanos, like different things to put on your gauntlet. And you could do earth, you do fire, you could do water, you could do different um, elements. And you could unlock different doors to go to different places... And you could, there is this one place too where there was a badass level where you had to fight a hundred levels of a hundred different creatures, and then you get like this badass sword. Uh, if you're able to complete in this well and go all the way down to the very bottom, what? I never so, played this game. Yeah, like, I, this is the first time I'm here. Yeah, about this game. so it's called Beyond the Oasis. Yeah, yeah. So it's it was their answer to Zelda, basically, okay. uh, Link to the Past, and, and maybe possibly you know other Zeldas, but. It was definitely their version of what they could, you can do. Yeah, you know, what you can yeah, do. Yeah, about that. It was, oh, it was fucking awesome, dude. Um, that one changed my life too because it was just like, yeah, I mean, this is badass. Dude. <laughs> so a little, they, they had a twist on it because of the the different elements. Yeah, you know, it had a little different twist on it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and, and I'll let you have, you know, yeah. That so, um, but also the the real quick the jungles, 
Jungle Strike, Soviet Strike, Desert Strike. That one was were cool. Yeah, they were the helicopter. Just they were cool games. They were yeah. cool games. I feel like a lot of people like bash on them. No, they're great. But yeah. well, I mean, I guess the people that I've yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. I've seen a lot it's of people are like, man, fucking Desert Strike and. But I'm like, yo, I mean, this it's is, cool, man. You, you can pick a up shit, blow shit up, and pick up shit. That yeah. is like have a helicopter and you yeah. blow shit up, and yeah. it's cool. It's cool, and it looked good too. It's isometric, third person view. I mean, it is. Yeah, it yeah. didn't look bad at all, man. So, those are my picks for some of the ones that really, I really liked and I really enjoyed for the Sega Genesis. You know, yeah. Obviously, this is just an overview. Like, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not gonna go into detail and everything yet. I think. Um, yeah, definitely so. some of the ones for the Genesis that, that got to me was uh, uh, the Splatterhouse series. Yeah, you're wearing the shirt, man. Yeah, dude, and it's a great shirt. Shout out <laughs> Cheap Pop Shop. Was that by accident or uh, you planned it? Because that's bad No, no, I planned it. I was like, yo, okay. dude, we're going we're gonna to talk about this? So I was like, oh, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> that's bad <laughs> Yeah, dude, uh, uh, the Splatterhouse series... Um, and it's super weird how I came across Splatterhouse. I went over to like a, my cousin's house, and it's a cousin that I don't really talk to too much. But he had a Turbo Graphics. Okay. Yeah, uh, not a lot of people had a Turbo Graphics as it is, but it was the first time that I'd seen it. And the first Splatterhouse was released on a Turbo Graphics. Yeah. Uh, and I saw it, and I was like, "Wow!" I at first I thought jason Voorhees has a game <laughs> you know like i didn't i never knew that like yeah, well yeah. obviously like friday the 13th was right. there but i didn't know they had like made a different one right, right and right. i was thinking like yo you could play as jason in this game because the guy has a mask yeah yeah but later uh, obviously later i found out that it wasn't that right until the it's all fucking ripped and buff yeah like super buff it's like redneck jason yeah. like. <laughs> so uh <laughs> A Splatterhouse Splatterhouse If anyone wants to play Another like Halloween This is perfect Perfect game They have a ton of creatures And it has like Monsters And you get to smash them And all that stuff Um Kind of pricey games Yeah Uh Part 2 Um uh, It's kind of Maybe A little bit less Than a hundred bucks I like Damn Yeah dude Splatterhouse 3 definitely over a hundred bucks yeah um i feel like splatterhouse 3 was more of like a love story wasn't it i think the, i think they all were like yeah. the whole thing was that you're trying to save your girlfriend right and stuff like that yeah it, it had this pretty much the same story the idea yeah yeah <laughs> just the gameplay was different yeah. because splatterhouse 2 uh it's just you go to the side uh, side scrolling and in part three you have the ability different doors on yeah you go like up and down go different yeah. doors uh, different areas yeah. like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a little metroidvania yeah yeah <laughs> definitely and I think I think there was a time limit on part three. Oh, really I think there's a time limit okay. um, but funny thing about that is that I came across this story about how I how I managed to get spider house 2 and I got it like four years ago uh, for the Genesis again um, since it's uh, a little bit pricier now uh, there was this guy I found on Craigslist selling his uh, Sega Genesis collection uh, easily about 100 games damn easily about 100 Fuck. games yeah and um, uh, he I saw that Splatterhouse 2 was on there and 
the guy sold me his collection for a hundred bucks. Oh shit! Which is a steal, yeah. you know. That many games, a hundred bucks. But he didn't have Splatterhouse two with him when I when I bought the collection wow. and I saw it in the pictures. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I saw you had Splatterhouse two. Like it's yeah. not here. Oh yeah, I have that one at home. Uh. Let me contact you tomorrow, and we can meet up again, and I'll give it to you. I was like, okay, cool. So the next day he messages me, and yeah. he's just like, hey, uh, I have more stuff. Like, do you want it? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude, sure. So he shows up, and he gives me the Splatterhouse and a couple other Sega Genesis games. And he has a Turbo Graphics. He has a, um, a 3DO. Holy shit. He has a 3DO. Yeah. He has another Super Nintendo. He has another Genesis with them. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he said he had a, a Jaguar. Holy shit. A Jaguar. Yeah. But that was Atari, no? Yeah, Atari Jaguar. Yeah. yeah. But he couldn't find it. And I was just like, damn it. But he came back with all this cool stuff. And I was like, yeah. dude, like that's probably probably one of the best finds I ever did. Yeah. And that's uh, Splatterhouse 2 and 3. Ding. No mind too. Yeah. And I've only played Splatterhouse 3 on emulators yeah. I've never played it physically yeah. so you know if you had uh, if you, I would highly recommend it if you were to buy the Sega Genesis collection or whatever on uh, either the Switch or Playstation 4 yeah a lot of those games are on there yeah yeah I know Beyond the Oasis is on there Shining Force Fantasy Star uh, Splatterhouse is I think on Splatter- 3 is on there yeah all right, so Splatterhouse definitely yeah. uh, recommend that. Oh hell yeah, it's great. I mean, it's violent, it's gory, it's bloody. It's uh, definitely uh, it's so a theme. Yeah, it's theme for October, a, man. Theme October theme. Yeah. Uh, definitely the game for metalheads too. Fuck yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, dude, that's a great one. Uh, another one that another series that I want to talk about. I'm sure you've played these games too. Yeah, is uh, Streets of Rage. Oh fuck yeah, oh yeah. Definitely one of the top beat 'em up games. I think it's uh, better than the Final Fight, you know, series. I think so too. Uh, I think it, it, Sega had that down, dude. The beat 'em ups. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely beat 'em up. Streets mm-hmm. of Rage. Yeah. Uh, fin- where they messed up with Final Fight is that it was ported from the arcade, and when they ported it to the Super Nintendo, it was only one player. Really? Oh yeah. shit! It was. Huh? It was only one player. It's, no shit, I yeah, forgot about that. It's yeah. not until Final Fight 2 and 3 where they made it two players. Two players, yeah. Which defeats the purpose of it you being know, a fun beat em up game. They need to be. I mean, even fucking Double Dragon was yeah. fucking co op. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, just, just take a page from there and just keep it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit, man. I, I'm surprised we didn't talk Double Dragon in the yeah. NES, man. Yeah, no shit. Double man. Dragon was definitely. Especially Double Dragon 2. <coughs> Those are fucking... Yeah, that's another classic. Yeah, game. yeah. I mean, the thing, too, is, like... Um, I just wanted to do, like, a basic overview. Yeah. But God damn, that was another fucking classic that I love playing. I love yeah, the yeah. cover art. Finchia Bobo with his big-ass head. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, that's another great yeah. one. Man. Cool thing about the Streets of Rage, though, is that they uh, put in, like, a lot of... Um, like the music like the dance style music yeah. would come in there and I always yeah, dug yeah. that yeah, I always yeah. dug the music in there yeah. I was like, it was cool yeah. it was super cool no those are great games to have a beer play with a friend and yeah yeah and just play I'm telling you man get the the Sega Genesis classic look, the collection or whatever it's called 
Dude, you're gonna love it, man. There's yeah. so many fucking great games on here, and it's probably like twenty bucks right now or less. Yeah, completely worth it. Whatever you pay, whatever it's on right now, it's completely worth it. Um, so what I wanted to to bring up real quick is I think when we're gonna continue some of the series, right? Of a lot of the video games that we like playing. So I think for one episode, I'm gonna do uh, is. PlayStation 1 and Nintendo 64. Yeah. Um, one's going to be PS2, uh, Dreamcast, and Xbox. Okay. And I think that's as far as I want to go in terms of retro. Mm-hmm. And then we can go PS3, 360, PS4, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I really don't want to go as far as PS3 personally just because... Uh, I don't think that's retro. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not considered I retro. Consider I that. think I, I want to probably, ideally, probably go as far as PS2, Dreamcast, and uh, Xbox. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. I don't, but I don't... for sure, my favorite and favorite favorite of all time would be the PS1. So when we get to that shit, um, like that's my fucking that's my thing. Yeah, dude. yeah, I yeah, yeah. Love it, dude. Like tons of fucking games that. I, I love playing for that. Yeah, yeah. And the PS One was definitely that. It hit that era where, yeah. Uh, for me, I was a teenager. Yeah. So there's a ton of games that I played. Yes. As, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that so it'll be PS One and N sixty four on the next when we cover video games. That's gonna be the next episode. Yeah. Obviously, I'm still gonna do those uh, Doom, traditional eighties Doom bands that we talked about. Uh, I'm still gonna do the melodic rock. AOR episode, which probably I'm going to do solo. Uh, and then uh, there's plenty of other... Uh, I'm going to do a Halloween episode um, on just a lot of different horror movies that I think are badass. And not, not, not in, there's not going to be any order or anything like that. You know what I mean? Just badass movies. Yeah. Ch- ch- you know, movies to check out. Dig that. Yeah. So it's going to be cool, man. So once again, I'm Wolfman Dave. And I am Diego. So buy the ticket, take the ride, guys. Love ya. See ya.